Are you hungry? Would you like some? Don't give him any, James. Why not? He might be hungry. He's a prisoner. He should be treated accordingly. Have you completely lost your mind? We're not soldiers and he's not the enemy. He's a pizza man. Back in Fubai. He would have been killed the second he knocked on that door. I would have snapped his neck like a twig. And he never would have seen it coming either. Lewis, Lewis, calm down. But the commie bastard gets no food! Yeah. Do you want to love this? We can have a love this. <laughs> yeah. I'll do that right now. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What's going on, everybody? So I can tell Justin when he's wrong now? But yeah, oh, that's that allowed. Saying? God damn it. That was always allowed. You didn't keep... <laughs> really? Oh, man. We got to start over. Uh, I'll tell you. Stop back which, to square one. Which one did he start on? Seven, eight, ten? Two? Yeah. Two? He was two? No, you, I'll tell you. You missed I, the first... You did every pot except for the first one? No, no, no. No. He, he um, missed all the other two, guests. Two through twelve. No, I know, but what... When did he become permanent is what I'm saying. 12 or 13. After the guests. I don't remember when that was. was 12 or yeah. 13. There you go. <laughs> Justin knows, man. I, knows. I'm, I'm definitely the pod historian. There's no question <laughs> about that. I keep some stuff like I have a list in my notes of all my top fives of mm-hmm. every pod. I wish I had done everyone's because now I really want to go back and make a list and kind of a chart that shows. Yeah. Well, get I can't started. believe how many guys you, times you talk about Saving Private Ryan. Oh, and, yeah. No. That type of thing. But. So I was re-listening to the um, comedy scene pod that we did a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Totally realized when I called up Scary Movie 4, I talked about like 2, 3, and 4. All is the same movie. And I had no clue. Either. Yeah, no. And, and then also there was one that I listened to a while back where you and I were debating about where a certain scene was in the movie. And Dave was like... Like, you know they're going to go home, and they're both going to look and see where it is. And I never have, but I'm going <laughs> to. I don't remember what That's what you said last time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a random text out of nowhere. Yeah, I, 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 you, I told you. <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? Why is he so angry? <laughs> I got yet a nine. I need yet a six. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully everyone... I take things a little lighter than these two, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Dave doesn't remember what he said last pod. <laughs> I, watched... I feel like when I get older, I have to purge... I have to purge <laughs> information to uh, really understand. So I like to keep my life game. simple. I don't want to get rid of any of this information. Yeah. Uh, I told you I've been uh, taking random, I, me and my girl, when we're not watching anything specific on TV, if we're just working on the computer or just hanging out, we'll have random stuff on TV and she'll put like old episodes of, there's a couple channels that play old episodes of Wings and old episode of like Give Me a Break and Silver Spoons and all these old comedy sitcom uh, mm. that she loves too from growing up. And I've been taking pictures, and I showed you. I've been taking pictures of great character actors, see what I did uh-huh. uh, and random people that I've been seeing in like a Three's Company episode. That I'm like, holy shit! I yeah. can't believe. And I've been taking photos, and I'm gonna put them in a collage all together. And I've already got like six of them. Oh hell yeah! But last night I'm walking. Every night when I go to work, I gotta get up at like 1:30. I uh, a.m. Uh, yeah, 1:30 yeah. a.m. <laughs> yeah. And then I go in the other room before I mm-hmm. leave, and I. Uh, kiss my wife and tell her i'm leaving uh even though i wish she'd just let me let her sleep because she takes so hard to get back to sleep Mm. but i just walked into the room and she's got the tv on and i turned my head and i immediately went in my pocket grabbed my phone and took a picture and she's like what the hell are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i like to watch you sleep (laughs) i said that's andrew robinson talking to lowell on wings right there i said he's one of my favorite character actors from like hellraiser and shoot to kill and everything i said i need his picture for my collection because i've already found like uh i watched some mel 
Mel Blanc, and uh, who's the Looney Tunes voice. Mm-hmm. He does all the voices of Looney Tunes. Right. He was on a random episode of Dennis the Menace. There's John Larroquette was on Three's Company the that, other day. Three's Company is one of those shows where if you were up and coming actor, yeah. you were going to rotate through. You know which one was too? Miami Vice. Mm. Oh yeah, if you watch yeah. Miami Vice, yeah. they have so many guest stars that it went on do one episode. Yeah. But you know what else is what does it now for me is SVU. SVU, all those oh, Law yeah. and Orders. Mm. Well, what I've realized, and yeah, if you haven't guessed yet by the, uh, <laughs> Dean the description, was a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, character actors. I, I love character actors. I almost like character actors more than I do the leading actors because yeah. these were always the ones that I thought the glue that kind of well, held these movies together. And if you want that. You want that one guy like Reginald Vell Johnson to come in to play the cop. It makes you smile. It makes you uh, kind of... He's already set the stage a lot of times. You've seen these people play several orders and everything. Lawyers. That's what I was just going to say. The psychology of, like, if you see him over and over again as a cop, when as soon as you see him as a cop, you're like, oh, I accept this actor to be true because I've seen him play this role. You don't think that cognitively. Whereas, like, with kind of mainstream, like, you know, big stars, sometimes, and I think I've said this before, but sometimes, like, I have trouble, you know, being like, okay, it's Brad Pitt on the screen and he's, like, reciting lines. Whereas, like, specifically, I remember when I talked about Django and having Leonardo DiCaprio, like, he was, when I saw that movie, it wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio. He was playing that role and it was believable, you know? And whereas these character actors, like, you know, they just come on screen and you're like, boom, I already, like you said, you know, you just accept who they are and they work great. And I love, you know, I love when they surprise you. And you see him a lot. You don't see Tom Cruise. You see that one character actor, he's in 20 things that year. Most of the time when you're watching a movie and you're like, oh, I love that guy or something like that, you you don't do that with Brad Pitt. You know know Brad Pitt. You know he's in the movie. You know he's the Uh, star, you know. So it's always a cool surprise. It seems like they must have really cool lives because... Well, I can tell you what I learned from putting these together. (laughs) They're all dead. (laughs) No, but we've got 15 here. I should mention, so what we're doing, we've got 15 character actors here in, in... Next week, we're going to do a wild card pod uh, in celebration of something. And then uh, the week after that, we're going to do the character actresses pod that's just as exciting. I actually have come up with. We're going to do these every couple months and everything. And this will be the first kind of set of the ones. (laughs) But when I I kind of put a list together of all the key gems that kind of come to mind when you... uh, uh, when you think of these actors, but at some point in their career, it almost levels off with movies, and they all go to TV. Almost all huh. these actors are doing nothing but TV. Well, they're alive. They're doing TV it's because now. it's just an easier five life. job. Man. That's what it is too. They, <laughs> if they live in New York or if they live in LA, they get up at uh, seven a.m. They yeah. go, they do their job, and they come back with their family. You know, they don't want this. When you're young, you want the oh, let's go to uh, Dubai and film for yeah eight weeks and shit like for, that, and uh, or at the low end, eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, but I. Something very interesting happened when I put this list together. I, I wanted a test, so I did this test to uh, um, my cousin Eric and a friend of his. And uh, Rorschach? <laughs> yeah, Rorschach. <laughs> they all saw boobs. <laughs> it was amazing coincidence. <laughs> uh, no, what I did is I put the character actors we're talking about today, I put their names on a list. And I told my cousin, I said, I'm going to run a test here. I said, my theory is that Everyone knows their faces. Not everyone knows their name. Absolutely. You know, so I'm going to send you these names, and you tell me how many of them you know by their name. Right. And I sent it to him, and he says, I know about 11 of the 15. My cousin's a pretty big movie fan. So right. he's like, I know 11 of the 15. And uh, his friend said uh, that he knew... Uh, one out of the... Uh, what? 15, wow. The names. Yeah. And then I... I 
said, send them the pictures. I, I said, here's the pictures. Tell many. Tell me how many you recognize. And uh, Eric knew 14 out of the 15, mm-hmm. and uh, his friend knew all of them. Oh wow! And I was like, the friend who only knew one of their names yeah. knows all their pictures. And I right. said, that is what it is. You know, with with these character actors, it's, it's kind of a thankless job. But you come in there yeah. and you someone and you needs do that to be stuff. the balding fat next. Best friend next right. door. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen because these aren't even the like, uh, you know, if it was the Oscars, the supporting actors. These are like the supporting supporting actors. They right. really need a category for character actor in yeah. film for that year, and it would be phenomenal. And I you think. get the right one. I don't. I hope this movie's not on your list, but like the Burbs, you get oh, a yeah. star. Ah, and then and then you just work that those great character actors yeah. around him. And I mean, Bruce uh, Dern is not uh, a. I think he's more of a leading actor than a character actor, but he certainly, does that great, but though. he does that character as that neighbor and uh, Rick Dukeman, who's certainly a character actor, Corey Feldman, all those people in that movie. Uh, well, even if you go to the uh, lengths of the uh, Garbage Men, and these two guys will be on future character actor pods, is the Robert Picardo and Dick Miller. Yeah, Dick Miller should probably have been number one on it because he's <laughs> probably the number one character actor wow. that's ever worked i like that name dick miller yeah. that's, a, that's a fake name i, I know a fake hollywood name by the way if uh you get done listening to this pod and you're still wondering who the fuck these people are go to our facebook page and paul will have put up a collage yep. and you can see the pictures of all the people on there all so. 15 will be up there on the list and, and i would be surprised if you don't anyone listening to this if you're a movie fan i'm yeah. assuming you are if you listen to this you, you know these people you've grew up with these people <laughs> the person listening to this that isn't a movie fan is probably like what the hell are these guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so basically what we're going to do is we're just going to go around the table. I'm going to I'm going to throw a name out there and we're just going to talk about him and the some of the movies he's been in and kind of the the characters he plays. And what's interesting about a lot of these is uh, not only did I put the number of movies these some of these people have been in and some of them are like insane. Some of them are a respectful number. You're like, "Wow, he really uh, made a dent." But then some of them are like uh, like what's, give the, me one of the top numbers. Well, four thirty-two is well, one. Yeah, of them. that's the one. But I, I, I was, I was trying to Sam remember Jackson, if he was on this one or that's not. That's Sam Jackson level. Oh, you kidding? Well, no, you know what higher. it is with a lot of these people. It's when they, uh, when they start doing animated stuff. Oh god, mm-hmm. they put out a lot of yeah. work. Yeah, so and video games you can, now too. Yeah, man. and you can rack games. up a hundred titles under your name on IMDb if you just do uh, video games oh, and god, uh, what animated easy work. Ah, that's what I want to do. And there's people that that's all they do. I could be Mark Hamill. That's all I could be a voiceover actor. All we got to do now is just create a video game and we'll just play all the different roles. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think right when I – I'll give the name and then you guys tell me what's the first movie you think of when you do it. And I can I can throw this list around you. I think you I'm going to get stumped here, I, although I – That's all right. Seen, That's I know the these. whole idea of the pod is you're not going to recognize their name until I start throwing out ideas of who it so is. So you started off, and as soon as you started off, I'll, know, I'll exactly know A lot of these – almost every single one of these people have, like I said, have gone and done TV and done other stuff too. Some, some of them are – even more well known on on television they are in exactly. movies but uh some of them aren't this first one here and i've loved this actor forever he is super famous for movies and for television is clancy brown oh yeah uh now if you don't know clancy brown i mean you do know clancy brown you just don't know you know him yeah <laughs> if you saw a movie usually <laughs> when i go to clancy brown the easiest thing for me to tell people that he's from is the asshole uh Guard from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, see, for me, it's instantly the mashed potatoes scene in Pet Cemetery. That's two. weird. That's that's very. That's you're the in the minority. That's big the time. first Pet thing Cemetery that pops into two? my head. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you look at his, is this one of those cases I can disagree up. with Justin. <laughs> <laughs> 
And this is someone who came on early on. I think what was eighty three was uh, Bad Boys, and not the Bad Boys that you uh, that most people would know of. Not the Will Smith Bad Boys, right. but the Sean Penn Bad Boys. Do you remember that one? Never saw it. He's in prison. It's a prison movie. It's mm-hmm. a really good. And he just plays that asshole guy in prison that keeps fucking with him. Uh-huh. And from that point on, he just kind of played that character. I mean, later, you know what he's famous uh, for fa- now? To my- kid, for kids? What is it? He's the voice of Mr. Krabs. In, oh, uh, God. Oh, wow. I knew yeah. that. I knew that already. Yeah. I knew, I knew that already. I knew yeah. that years ago. I used to watch. Do you know who I played? You know the voice of Patrick <laughs> is? This I just found out recently. Um, I did it one Patrick time, the too. Star- is he a starfish? Yeah, yeah. It's Dauber. From Coach. No shit. Yeah. That's like, fucking great. It blew my sounds mind like Dauber. Dauber. M O O N. That spells moon. That's awesome. From the stand, man. That's all I know him from. Those two things. Clancy Brown, my favorite thing, and was Starship Trooper. Yeah, that's a great. one. I loved him, man. I loved how they worked his character back into the end of the movie too. Like he busted himself down the private so he could beat the brain bug. Yeah. God, he was so great. Great drill instructor. Well, he was in that. I mean, at the beginning, I meant like. For a war movie too. Oh yeah, yeah. but he kind of played that. Remember when he, he told the guys not to take the helmets yeah, off, and uh, that was a good he scene. broke their arms, or did he shoot his arm? He I broke mean, his he arm. Stabbed, he broke his arm. He st- oh, he, st- yeah. he, he, he stabbed the girl in the leg or something. Yeah, keep that list moving here. I want yeah. to keep <laughs> We're passing around the list. Yeah, of just uh, big movies that just, we want to mention uh, because a lot of Clancy's Brown famous stuff came in the '80s and the '90s here too. And One some of my I don't even remember. There's. So do you remember Buckaroo Banzai? That I do. was 84. I remember Buckaroo Banzai, but I don't remember Extreme Prejudice. Extreme Prejudice is, is a really the, great one. That's the one with... Uh, is it Seagal? No. No, it's... Uh, he was a three... Power Seagal Booth. only does three name titles. No, Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nick Nolte was the uh, okay. like Texas yep. Ranger who was mm-hmm. going against no, Powers I saw Booth. It. Yep. And one of uh, Nick okay. Nolte's men when they went over there from his ex-platoon was Clancy Brown in that. And the Highlander was a big one for people. That might have been the actual first thing I saw him in was the Highlander. Uh, That very first one who was hunting down Christopher Lambert to take off his head, and Mm. he was like evil as shit. There can only be one. There Uh, can only be one. (laughs) That's what they say. Shoot to Kill. Shoot to Kill on here is such a great movie, and you and me know this movie because we grew up watching this movie over and over again. I don't know if you've seen it. I remember it's a Bond movie, right? No, it's it's just a great movie with Sidney Poitier and Tom Berenger where uh, Clancy Brown plays the serial killer. What is it, License to Kill? Yeah, that's a Bond movie. Clancy Brown is is a serial killer who ends up kidnapping Christy Alley. the girl with the crazy... Is it Christy Alley? Yeah, Christy Alley was the girl. Oh, wow. So he kidnaps Christy Alley and he goes on top of a mountain and uh, FBI agent is Sidney Sydney Portier who has to... Well, you don't even know on, who he is, right? No, at, at, like up until like... A, half the movie almost. No, about 40 minutes into the movie, you just knew he there was a serial killer. They didn't show Clancy Brown's face. Well, he wasn't recognized... If you listen to it now, you can totally tell his voice. But, of course. Uh, is this the one where he went up there and there were like people camping and then like a gun gets involved and well, some they stuff were happens? they were hiking. Yeah, they were. Hi- the, Chrissy Alley was blended, the guard. Clancy yeah. Brown just blended in with a group, and, and this is a great, uh, interesting story because he blended in with uh, Andrew Robinson, the guy I was talking about earlier that I took a picture of last night. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy from Hellraiser who always plays a bad guy, and there's no way that he's not in this movie they, for that purpose. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Because that's they wanted, a good. The other guy. That's was, a good uh, thought too. Yeah. Put, put the known suspects. Yep. The yep. other guy was Richard Mauser, the father from License to Drive. Yep. And they made oh. him look shady as shit. So when Clancy Brown turned the guy up, from the it? guy. Yeah, that's the first thing uh, I think of yeah. him. It, it, the head in the fridge. Hey, you guys. That's what you think yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, hey, you that's guys. why this is interesting. I want to know what people, what your 
Damn, my, my head goes to some fucking dark places, bro. I'm learning all kinds of I wonder of where shit. that came from, Justin. <laughs> Seeing Psycho at age four? <laughs> Three and a half. Clancy got huge during Shawshank time, though. Oh, yeah. Because uh, that movie was huge, <clears throat> and he was the one everyone hated, man. I Dufresne's mean, about to have an accident. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, when he throws him, he threatens to throw him yeah. off the roof. Yeah. yeah. Do you love your wife? Do you trust your, trust your wife? Yeah. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, the worst is when he's uh, aiming at the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. kid. Elvis. Shoots, shoots the, uh, the, yeah, that kid. one kid, the kid from uh, Gil Bellows from yeah. uh, Alan McBeal. Shot him. Everyone instantly hated him at that point. But Pet Cemetery too, huh? That's yeah, how it goes. That's I love Pet Cemetery too. But the the main reason that movie was good was because of Clancy. Brown. Oh yeah, absolutely. He was psychotic, and yeah. they just let him do whatever the fuck he wanted. That and the motorcycle scene yeah. with Eddie Furlong and, and the kid from uh, what was it Eat, Eat My Shorts or something? Camp on Awana, the show from uh, Nickelodeon. Was he in Big too? Wasn't he uh, Tom Hanks' best friend in Big? Mm, I don't think so, but possibly. Maybe I'm talking yeah. about. You know what's interesting? I just thought of it with uh, character actors is when a movie has a hit but and they want to make sequels, but they know they're just doing it to raise revenue. It's nothing's ever going to be as good yeah. as the original. Mm-hmm. That's a chance for a character actor to get the leading role. Oh, you yeah. see a lot yeah. of like such and such four. Yeah. And it's That's like, how it oh, is. a character actor is the lead role, but then you get to see him because sometimes I see yeah. character actors in a movie and I want to see more of that oh, one absolutely. guy and they don't, right. you just don't ever get to see the full scope of what they can yeah. do. Makes me think immediately uh, uh, Reggie Bannister from the Phantasm movies. He was just some subsequent actor in those first couple and eventually he was the only person that mattered. He's the only one huh. you wanted yeah. to see. And right. He was the major you character actor. attached to a franchise. You, can, yeah. I probably, you probably see a bunch of character actors at cons. Oh yeah, the, a lot of people come out if they're uh, like. There's some big ones there too. They just announced for this MegaCon <laughs> that's coming out in May. They're having a Goonies reunion, so every single Goonie, oh, Goonie is there. They're also having a Back to the Future uh, one, so Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, Biff, and uh, and Leah Thompson are going to be there wow. among like like 15 other people. I'm like, man, they just. But when you see what they're charging, they make money. They bank I'm money sure there. they do. Shit, they go there and they have you like have to a hustle in into your career if you weren't wise. Oh, absolutely, especially if you were character actor. Because I mean, you don't have to do it if you're those if you're Christopher Lord or Michael J. Fox for sure. No, so, um, certainly not that. But a lot of them do it but to Biff, get the fans probably. too. <laughs> yeah, Biff probably. Uh, sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I ever remember him on. Ah, uh, he was great on. Um, Speaking What's of the other actors. movie? Uh, Uncommon Valor. Oh, he was in Uncommon yep. Valor, okay. and he was in a couple other movies. I can. Damn, what was the other? He was in another great movie. I can't remember it though. We'll get to you. We'll get you on a character. <laughs> just to prove Dave wrong. All right, and Clancy Brown. I uh, should have mentioned it. Two hundred and seventy-seven uh, listings insane. on IMDb, That's, man. And and I, you've got a list that probably includes everything I could ever come up with. Well, in my more. favorite thing. That Clancy Brown has ever done in his career, in my opinion, is not on this list actually because it's TV. But I'll mention it is uh, oh that shit. carnival. Yeah, he played like the mm. devil incarnate, yeah. and oh, wow. it was dark. It was evil. evil he plays evil, dark man. very well. Yeah, well, th- I don't think he's ever played as dark as he does in Carnival. At the end, is his literally his eyes just turn black. But he, the scene where he uh, he rapes the maid and like forces her to do it, and he's like, he's like in. It's the devil. In the devil, devil is inside form. him. So it, mm-hmm. uh, they, his sister comes down and finds her curled up in the corner, and she's got like this death face where she can't stop laughing, like she's seen the the worst things she ever imagined. <laughs> it's and 
that's like the most minor thing he did in that uh, show too. So if you want to see him play just dark, dark evil, unfortunately there's only two seasons of that show, but that was a good show, man. Carnival. There's sometimes really people that are trapped in the television world that I wish they would do movies. Yeah. yeah. The, the guy from Hell on Wheels, and he probably has, the the Swede. Oh, yeah. I like that guy. Recently saw him. Wish I saw else. him in yeah. more stuff. He's really good. That main guy, I told you what he's doing now. That Anston Mount, I think is his name. You told me, but uh, I forgot. He's the new uh, Enterprise captain. For the oh. new Star Trek show. It's crazy. All right, so let's move on. We're going to move on. And this is the actor that's got the most listings on this. Hell yes. And this is 432 listings. And I've, he's got some animation here, but not a whole hell of a lot. One of my favorite thing he did animated was Mulan. He was great in it. Uh, and this is the great, fabulous James Hong. Yes. Now, another actor might not... Know if you have uh, seen him before. I know him for sure as one dude. Yeah. And what's the one dude him? you know him as? Because it's certainly where my mind goes. And Did probably... you just kill my lucky cricket? <laughs> that is not it. But... That's not it. <laughs> I do love him in that role. Oh. Yeah, Balls of Fury. He was great in that. Yes. But he is the fabulous uh, David Lopan. Yes. Uh, playing three different characters in uh, Big Trouble Old China. Mr. Burton. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't oh, say man, his name? so good. James Hong. Yeah, yeah. I, said it yeah okay. I love James Hong, man. And the first thing I think I ever saw him in was Blade Runner. Oh, yeah. I loved him in Blade Runner. He mm. was the guy that made the eyes, remember? It was a yeah. really uncomfortable scene where Rutger Hauer and uh, Daryl Hannah and Brian James came He's in. He's wearing that crazy, like, frozen suit yeah, with, that, the, with the... Tubes coming out of yeah. it. It was a really weird set. The set, scene. The, the, whole movie the whole movie, had crazy sets and everything. But yeah, when he he was looking right at Rudker Hauer, and he could tell what uh, kind of uh, what character he was or what uh, robot he was, yeah, yeah. Uh, what generation or something like that. And he's, I made your eyes. Yeah, and this and that. And he thought. Remember, Rudker Hauer thought. James Hong had the answers to where he needed to go and everything. And then he ended up poking James Hong's eyes mm. out with his fingers. Crazy, crazy sick. <laughs> what else do you uh, like James Hong in? Um, Wayne's World 2. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that fight scene. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was, so That's the, was that the brass balls? Yes. Yeah, with yes. the brass balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Hong, people forget how funny he is. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. from what I heard, I heard a, I think it was on the Big Trouble in China commentary where John Carpenter and uh, Kurt Russell are talking about, he used to go in war, World War II, I think, and go entertain the troops. I want to say it was, he couldn't have been one, right? He would have no, been way too old no. for one. It had to have been yeah. two. But he used to go and entertain the troops and do like comedy skits for them. Like really? as part of the USO, but not, but in the field and shit like that. Wow. <laughs> and that's uh, dedication yeah. to your yeah. craft. So he has been working forever. What was that movie that I, it wasn't good. I heard it sucked, so I never ended up seeing it. I probably know what it is. The, oh, right. <laughs> probably seen it. Is it that RIPD? Where, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, um, with, uh, oh, oh shit. Is it Jeff Daniels? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, is no, he Jeff in Bridges? That? No. Yeah, Jeff Bridges, yeah. yeah. Is he in that? I, and Well, remember, uh, you can't, he's actually an old person, but he's not. That's you can't right. see him as yeah, an old person. People don't see right. him. Yeah, Yeah, and it, I was so thrilled I when I saw the trailer that. for it yeah. that he was going to be in it, but I never ended up seeing it. I did see that movie. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Sure it wasn't was great. It. Yeah. Well, that's what's great about these actors, too. These movies could absolutely blow, but these people are awesome. They And they can sleep at night going, hey, I came in and I played the chief of police and I rocked it, man. Yeah. We were watching, well, we'll talk about that movie later I on. I have but, a story about him. In real life, but I can't tell it on the pod. Really? <laughs> Some one of the guys I worked with, uh, uh, with the MTV shoot. Yeah. 
worked on a movie that he was on, and I, I didn't see it on the list. Oh, and I can't um, remember. For James Hong? Yeah. Huh. And, uh, I mean, he's he, done 437. Yeah. He I didn't had have it. enough paper, dude. Damn. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not... Uh, Those are his big ones, on but he's, he's obviously got shitloads. He was he was a weird dude behind the scene. I don't want to... Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got dirt. You're not going to be slinging dirt on James Hong. On this <laughs> one, the perfect weapon, man. That's your guy right there, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the movies we mentioned here that honor on here? Oh, man. I put one, but I meant two. Revenge of the Nerds 2. Remember he does that Oh, he's the oh, yeah. gross off yeah. with Bugger? Yeah. yeah. Where he's like hawking a loogie. Hawking and they're like yeah. burping and doing all this oh, gross nasty so stuff. Funny. And yeah. he was like, teach me, master. Yeah. <laughs> is he in Golden Child? Yeah. Yes. Golden Child. He's the yeah. one that brought her to that like slithery snake creature right. and kind of talked to her and everything. Missing in action. He was in Missing in action. He was uh, He was one of... Well, who was he in Missing in action? Uh, I'm not as familiar with the first the, one as I, I am the second one. I imagine he Probably. <laughs> Uh, Ninja Three: The Domination. I loved him in Ninja Three: The Domination. <laughs> that I don't he remember. was the one that uh, tried to exercise the demon from the girl. He even tired of the wall, and mm-hmm. he's sitting in front of her trying to uh, to get it out of her. I'm trying uh, to remember. Tango who and Cash. He, I'm is trying to remember one, who yeah. he was in that because I yeah, love Tango that movie. Tango and Cash. I'm wondering who he plays because I know uh, he wasn't either. <laughs> That's true. He wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that <laughs> would have been a lot better movie. Uh, Jack Palance. Jack Palance was the bad guy. Yeah, he was the bad guy. No, it wasn't. So I don't think James Hong ever played, other than maybe Low Pan, ever played the leading bad guy in yeah. something. He he just he wasn't that. friends with uh, Sylvester Stallone's sister. He <laughs> didn't work at the strip club. Like he had going to bother been, you until yeah. No, I'm gonna have to. Could have been. It could easily have been someone in prison. So many people in prison. Maybe I don't know. All right, we'll go back to that. We'll skip that now. Pick his character up. Pick a. That's the easiest thing is you you go to Google and you type James Hong, uh, Tango and Cash, and chances are they'll show an image. Uh, Chances are there's a clip of the the scene. Certainly a clip up for sure. All right, let's go on to this next actor. Uh, This guy had a modest seventy-seven because we lost him super early, and he put out a chunk of work in like 10 years that was amazing to the point where this was another guy that you immediately saw him and you were like oh i love this guy he always plays an asshole but he plays him super fucking well and this is jt walsh oh yeah and oh, i know yeah. you usually who do you usually go i go you think you think when he plays buster when he plays buster yeah oh man oh. i killed my wife was that wrong, that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> these things happen yeah. <laughs> jt walsh and also uh i i think when i think jt walsh I think Hoffa a lot, but I also think Blue Chips, man. He That's played that mine. scumbucket. Yep. Happy. And uh, he played Happy, who yeah. was just the leader of the uh, group who took care of all the, the alumni. money. The yep. alumni group who like paid off all the players yep. and got everyone in deep shit. There goes just, Happy. Yep. Off to buy the best players money can buy. <laughs> I the just best love players money can buy. Him with his like uh, him with his like polo shirts and his sunglasses drinking a, yeah. uh, a beer with a girl next to him. It's What's this? Um trying to think of didn't he play? He played a big role in um, the Tom Cruise movie. Which one? A few Good Men. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, that's yeah. on there. A few okay. Good Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, He's the he one who killed himself. Kills he was going to testify. His character yeah. was awesome. Yeah, he yeah. was really good. And he played that stern guy. Probably not as good as he did in uh, Good Morning Vietnam. I mean, that's true. he had zero heart I don't or empathy. Him in good he was the one that was opposite Adrian Croner for the whole thing. He uh-huh. hated his guts. He wanted him yeah. off the air and right. whatever he had to do. Yeah. Remember, he even sent him out into, into, the, into the field right. to get yeah. killed. He yeah. was that much of a yeah. scumbag. Fucking so much so that Noble Willingham like turned on him uh, at the end. Remember, what did he say? You're mean, and I just can't deal with that. <laughs> 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 that, that, that Bruno Kirby? No, that was uh, Noble Willingham. Oh, yeah, the son bitch. 
He's on our future character <laughs> pod too. He's awesome. Who else we got on there for JT Walsh? What other movies? Uh, Grifters. Grifters, man. Yeah, he played one of the guy that was getting grifted. Remember at the very end yeah. where that big elaborate one that uh, Annette Benning was doing? Where she went into his thing uh, where he was he was the money guy and everything. Uh, he was so great in that. I, is there anything else on there? One of my favorite things, one of my favorite movies, and it's not a movie a lot of people have seen, but uh, Backdraft. Oh, yeah. Is he in Backdraft? Yeah, he, he is. is in Backdraft. I got him huh. on the list there. And, uh, yeah, who the hell was he in Backdraft? He wasn't a fireman. No. But he might have been... He wasn't the guy that was setting the fires. No. No, no. Say who that is. Uh, oh, well. No, that was... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do it. <laughs> uh, Donald Sutherland, I was thinking, too. Yes. Oh, he's... Yeah. That's one of Donald Sutherland's my favorite roles of him. Oh, yeah, he was crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Way, yeah, Narrow Margin. I loved him in Narrow Margin. Narrow Margin was uh, the one where uh, he got shot in the head at the beginning of the movie uh, as the scumbag. Hoffa. Hoffa's another one, 1992. Really good he was in Hoffa. He was the one that was... He actually was the first guy to turn on uh, on Hoffa. Remember, his son was uh, John C. Riley, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were just part of that tight group with Danny DeVito and everything. And uh, Yeah, he was the first. And remember, they put him in charge of the Teamsters mm-hmm. after uh, Hoffa had gone away, and all he did was didn't do anything and just kind of played golf and wouldn't go visit Hoffa and try to do anything to get him out. Frank, he ended up cutting Frank, the deal with Nixon, Frank remember? Frank really did a good job yeah. in that movie. Oh, yeah. Now, Frank Willie should definitely be on the character actor pod. He's one of those guys that everyone knows. But Swimming with Sharks. We haven't talked about Swimming Sharks is a great one, man. <laughs> Damn it. I All right. Used let's go on to week. this next one. Unless Justin's got uh, you oh, got some info. It just said Marty. Marty Swayzik. Oh, Swayzak. Uh, yeah. I, man, that is very familiar. He mm. is also, I think he was a money guy in uh, Backdraft that was uh, shady. It's J.T. Walsh, man. I'm yeah, telling you, he played Shady. He just does he that. Shady. Is, is there a role here that he doesn't play Shady? Now, see, He's just I, like a I would dad. Like he doesn't know, play dads much. Yeah, I would like to know how what kind of person he is in like real life, yeah. if there are some character traits that kind of cross over. It's weird. Because I feel like with some of these people, there are. like I feel like they're either exactly the way they are, right. or they're completely opposite. Right. I like, think I find it more that they're the opposite, from he, what I think. I think this is gives you a outlet. chance to be yeah, something you're not. I mean, let's face it. Acting is lying. I, I told you that. Uh, <laughs> it's pretending. There's a What's difference. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> pretending uh, is lying. I'm pretending there's a difference. <laughs> Kurtwood Smith is plays an asshole in everything he's in, but he's oh, like this. They say he's like the sweetest, sweetest. He's kind of a. Hippie. I bet you he's. He's funny. like a surfer. Yeah, he's a surfer from he's California, and he's just super sweet and everything. And he would give you the shirt off his back, but he always plays that asshole. I was good. I was. I was really happy when I found out because most people knew him before. The way that I know him from, I know him from Full House, Bob Saget. Oh yeah, but he's oh, completely. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 different. Yeah, oh, he's a absolutely. That, that motherfucker man. just wanted to get paid. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. yeah, yeah. You look at that. But I didn't and know honey, that... funniest home funniest home via, uh, videos. videos? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That we used to watch that a lot. As a oh, kid. God. And then they watch him. And then watch him in Half Baked, and you'll see the difference. Oh, yeah. Or his stand up. <laughs> just oh, yeah. stand up is ridiculous. Did they? All right. You ever oh, this dick for coke? <laughs> <laughs> I seen him. I seen him. All right. This next guy, and I know that uh, this is a guy. I don't think you guys, you guys definitely know his movies and everything. But I, I was always a fan of this guy, and it's Pete Polliswaite, if I'm saying his name correctly. Mm-hmm. And most people, every time I mention him, because I could name easily ten different movies he's been in, but the one I usually tell people is uh, Kobayashi yeah. from mm-hmm. Usual Suspects. Yeah. I love his line where he's like. Uh, where he tells him something, and he's like, kill away then. <laughs> that whole scene when he walks in and has the dossiers on all yeah. of them yeah. and just 
starts about oh, yeah. but then when they meet him up again, he's like, oh, and your nephew and niece yeah. in Queens. I may only cast. I may, may only, only castrate him, and I'll, yeah. I'll kill this person. And like he he was scary. I thought. I mean, he's I thought the, the movie was going to end with him being Kobayashi. Yeah, to, I, I mean, think I think everyone did. Um, mm-hmm. Not Kobayashi. Who, uh, uh, Kaiser Sosa. Kaiser, Kaiser yeah. Sosa. I was I was certain. I was like that was his great he's line. Doing it the whole Absolutely. Time. Yeah. 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 Just playing yeah, the message. The second he walked in, I think his first line was, uh, my name is Kobayashi. I work for Kaiser Sose. Yeah. And he just broke it down, man. I mean, he oh. owned this scene. And this was, he had done some stuff before this. The first thing I saw him in was Alien 3. He oh, was yeah. one of those great British actors that had the bald yeah. head. And mm-hmm. Alien 3 was a different type of alien. Oh, yeah. Because it was in that nasty prison. prison. And they yeah. just, all those guys were great character actors. All oh, those yeah. prisoners and the bald guys that were in there. We got one other guy. I was going to yeah. say, you can uh, pivot right but, over to that. Right. Now, yeah. he's, yeah. he's on the second page, man. Yeah. We'll <laughs> we got a Tango and Cash connection. You would be amazed how many movies oh, are my God. similar. Oh, yeah. If you're a character actor yeah. in Hollywood, you've worked with at least oh, yeah. once with every other character oh, yeah. actor. And there's certain movies that are just like uh, character actor uh uh, havens and everything one we'll talk yeah. about later on it's like surviving the game it's like eight character yeah. actors in that movie uh but one of the movies that i always loved that uh that pete Paulswaite was killer in was in the name of the father it's oh, yeah. a difficult kind of hard watch uh just because you really want uh what's uh, daniel day lewis to be nicer to his dad he's just not when they're in prison have you ever seen in the name uh, of the father no. really great yeah. movie about the ira yep. and uh at the very beginning of the movie you've got uh daniel day lewis who is uh who's just part of a group of friends and everything they're just kind of hippies and everything but people uh think that he and his friends were involved in this bombing in in London, and oh, he was wow. not completely innocent. Right, but they railroaded him, and they, this is a true story. They put him in prison. Uh, not only did they put him in prison, they elaborated this. They concocted this huge lie that not only was he involved with the bombing, but it was the uh, bombs were made at his aunt's house, oh, shit. and that his father had something to do with it. And they put his aunt, who had zero to do with it, <laughs> even less than uh, Daniel Day Lewis, because Daniel Day Lewis was at least out in London doing stuff. Uh, and his father, they put them all in prison. And they put him in prison for like 30 years. Oh, Pete Paul's weight died in prison. So the first, like... Not the real oh, one. Only for the... Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we should mention, him and J.T. Walsh aren't with us anymore. It's sad. It's like, like I said, five of the 15 on here uh, actors have already uh, left us, which is a shame, man, because some of these actors could have gone on to play some killer roles. James Hong. Total... Uh, uh, James Hong's alive. Total uh, side note here, just talking about prison. Um, have you, <laughs> Where are you going with this? Prison stuff? movies. Um, <laughs> Where are you going with this? You ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, have you seen White Boy Rick? Not yet. No. Oh, it's yeah. good. Man. I, 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 I had a feeling good. that uh, when I saw the trailer, it could be good because I like. I know Hay. it's based on. Yeah, yeah. The I know. White I know. Boy Rick, well, right? White Boy Rick is, is that at Redbox? He's. Uh, I'm not sure yeah. if it is or not, but he's in Palatka. Oh yeah. Like interesting. Yeah, watch the movie and like Palatka. Did you yeah. see it in the theater? No, I saw it on uh, on demand. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, yeah, it kind of went down to that first third of the movie was that them getting in the prison. The last two thirds of the movie, it was just them in prison, and it was how they. Uh, he kind of interacted with his dad, and you really felt bad for Pete Paul's weight because at some point he got so ill in prison that he wouldn't leave his uh, cell, and uh, he was constantly wanting his son to act a certain way in prison, and he didn't want to do that anymore. So it was a sad movie, but he was incredible in it. Another movie I loved him in because he kind of played like a wild man was uh, Jurassic Park Lost World. Remember, he was the guy that was on the Jeep just oh, going shit. crazy. He was the hunter, he wasn't was he? He was the hunter yeah. in that movie. He man. was the one that was like, right. clever girl. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. That's number one. Oh, that's the first one. Okay, yeah. The second one when they're actually all in jeeps, kind of doing the incursion thing. And Jeff Goldblum was there with his daughter. Yep. Yeah. He was one of the main dudes in that. Uh, Dragonheart. Do you remember Dragonheart? With Matthew uh, McConaughey? No, no the, with uh, uh, Sean Connery. Uh, yeah, no. Sean Connery's the voice of with the dragon. The voice of the dragon. And it has Dennis Quaid and uh, uh, David Thewlis is the. Not sure. I it's saw the that one though. where the uh, the evil king and someone were connected uh, physically, so you couldn't harm one without killing the other. But there was a dragon that was connected with it, and it had Sean Connery's voice and everything. It was huh. fun. Here's but one of the little lackeys, and it was Pete Paws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he was in Constant Gardener. <laughs> Joe, he was a constant gardener. I'm not sure who he was. You oh, probably know yeah. constant gardener more yeah, than me. Yeah, he was. So. Uh, he was one of their contacts. Oh, interesting. He was good. One of the best things that he did, and this was right before he died, man, was the town. He was. Oh, shit, yeah. It was probably one of the most intense things he ever did. And, and it, from looking at the movie, you could imagine that he probably only came in three days. It was one of those things that character actors do. You know, they come in for three days on the set and they just knock it out of the park. Do you remember the town, the one with Ben Affleck? Was that based the, on two Robin the Banks in Boston? John Hamm is the FBI agent. I think it down. was based on two no, stories. I'm pretty it. sure. Uh, I mean, lots of Jeremy Wiener was in. Robbed Man, in you, need see, you need to see the town, man. The yeah. town was badass. Yeah. It was a really badass. The movie. town and the road. I need to see the, the road. road. The is road a is type of movie. It's dark. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be it's in the right so mood. For the, it's, it it's amazing. Darker than Mandy. Yeah. Yeah. So by the way, <laughs> I, I, I thought of this the other day. So from here on out, when you recommend movies to me, <laughs> that's the we're parameter. Gonna go, we're gonna go like you know. Yeah, we're like Bambi. We're like Bambi. Mandy, and <laughs> yeah. then and then like Bone Tomahawk, like anywhere in there. Any you Bone Tomahawks above uh, Mandy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fucking Plague dog. it is. Yeah, yeah Plague, Plague, Plague Dog can be in there somewhere. It might yeah. be the top. Yeah. <laughs> that movie will screw you up. Oh. You're, like, you're like somebody drew this. I know, right? <laughs> but the town was action packed, and uh, it was all. Pete Pawsway played like the main gangster in town. Aflac was in this. Uh, Aflac and uh, remember, Pete Pawsway was the fl- florist. They yeah. called him the florist. Mm-hmm. And as he, he was, was not. he was vicious, man, super vicious in this movie. But the one of my favorite scenes is where Ben Affleck just didn't give a shit at the end, and then came into the florist shop, and he's just shooting everyone he could find, and he Damn. knows Pete Pawsway's in the back. Uh, man, I won't, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> but he's so good, and uh, it's real unfortunate we've lost him this early. All right. This next guy, another guy we've lost too early, man. The three in a row. Then we'll, we'll come to some. We'll have a good run of living actors after this one. Uh, but this guy's been in 110 movies. He's got a very recognizable voice, very recognizable face. If you're listening here, you look up the great Lane Smith. Most people know Lane from uh, My Cousin Vinny. Absolutely. He's I. I think that I think my cousin Vinny was he in Distinguished Gentleman too. Distinguished Gentleman yeah. and Son in Law yeah, are son-in-law. like the top three that I think you can get yeah. most people to recognize who this guy is. He's done a lot of stuff, but he's my so amazing, Vinny. man. I dude, I love the when Oscar winning movie. Yeah, I, I love when he's questioning Marissa Tomei about yeah. the timing on the nineteen sixty four. You know, uh, whatever. It's, and, it's a bullshit question because yeah. you don't know yeah, the answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> So uh, great. I love yeah. him in Distinguished Gentleman as the Distinguished Dick Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> Dick, Dodge. Dick, you're not into any homo shit because if you are, I ain't into it. Yeah. <laughs> he was sleazy in that movie, man. And yeah. he always, he doesn't always play sleazy. He he plays really kind of uh, endearing. Sometimes he plays the tough guy like in Son-in-Law who warms up to everybody at yeah. the end and everything. Ooh, a, good, a good movie like, like Distinguished Gentleman would, would probably be very timely right now. Oh yeah! If someone did oh, yeah. a comedy about dysfunction in or they Congress. should just oh, yeah. or just play distinguished gentleman on television because yeah. yeah. it really does open the uh, the kind of vault of what is happening in Congress. That it's a great 
kind of history lesson too. If you have not, if you want to know how Congress works and <laughs> yeah. the 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 for, packs, for, you know how they do the mm-hmm. packs in that movie. Yeah. That is how you can learn a lot of that is from distinguished for, gentlemen. It's funny for you guys that are listening overseas. This is how we pick our leaders. We pick the most <laughs> unqualified, <laughs> and we stick them in a room, and then we throw money at them, oh, and then make them let them say outrageous things. That's well, how we do. I should mention too. <laughs> This America. Some, <laughs> uh, there's some great movies that we haven't mentioned with him on here, too. Uh, one of the ones, uh, this was the one actor that Eric didn't recognize his face. And I mentioned, I said uh, one, two words to him, and he immediately knew what I was talking about, and he was kicking himself that he didn't realize it, was Red Dawn. Because he's the oh, mayor yeah. in Red Dawn yeah, that yeah. sells everybody out. Uh-huh. Uh, he's the one who stays in town. Remember, his son comes back into town, and he's the one that ends up putting the wire on him and everything. Mm-hmm. He was also really great in Air America. Remember, he was the senator oh, yeah. that was flying yeah. in to make sure everything was on the level. What a great movie. Yeah, really good. I don't remember that one. Oh, that's that the, the one with Robert with, Downey uh, Jr.? And Mel Gibson? Yeah, yeah Gibson. Yeah. And they're transporting cocaine. A lot of good character actors in that movie, really. Uh, the Also... <laughs> <laughs> Try to <laughs> grab my stuff. Grab my shit. <laughs> Another great one that I Nobody. loved that we haven't talked about on the pod yet was uh, Mighty Ducks. He was the oh, opposing yeah. coach on like the really Mighty good Ducks, team. That's right. Oh uh, wow! He was the one that used to be the coach, I think, to Emilio Estevez, and they've kind of have bad blood between them, and they right. both have opposing teams. And, Triple Deke. Yeah, <laughs> I, I liked uh, my Ducks. I'm oh, a sucker. Yeah, I'm a sucker for those like uh, organized kind of sports yeah, movies man. too, especially when you throw some good kids in there. Keenan was in that movie. Yep. I loved uh, Lane Smith in Prince of the City. He was the one guy that kind of took care of the family when he was in uh, Witness. Protection program. That was a good uh, movie. He was really great. He was in Network too. I mean, that Network was probably. I was just the, about to ask you what that is. Oh, I love Network. That's the one with uh, Faye Dunaway, and uh, that's the I'm, I'm angry as hell, and I'm not gonna take yeah. it anymore. Yeah, the guy loses it on live TV, and Ned Beatty's like a crazy villain at the end. It's such a great that's movie. A that's a true story. That's an old school movie. Well, that was a loosely, loosely because that's a satire if I've ever seen it. I know, but this crazy satire. The point isn't he when he screamed out the window? Yeah, that yeah. really happened. Oh, okay, yeah. Well. It might happen Somebody did that on. <laughs> All right, so it's the list in front of you. What do you got on the after Lane Smith? Uh, let's see, Peter Stamari. Oh, oh yes, made a career of playing a crazy man. Yeah, where does your, where do you go with uh, um, Peter Stamari? If I had never seen Dancer in the Dark, oh yeah, he's the one that Condor, right? Uh, that's David Morse. Okay, uh, he he was one of the other guys that was, in the factory. Yeah, yeah, in the factory. Okay. I mean. Uh, um, but uh, you've seen Dancer in the Dark? No. You want uh, that's a you want him that's on. You want to feel depressing? That's on Mandy the Little. Oh, okay. Uh, you want to be depressed yeah. for like four hours after? Yeah. It's fascinating. That, that's you know. the one to no, watch. My girl has uh, actually seen Dancer in the Dark. And it's and she loves uh, it. it's Bjork. 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 Yeah. Oh. And she is it gives one of the greatest oh. acting performances for a non actress. It's I've a ever weird seen. thing going on. It's Lars von Trier who who you you have to be in a certain. If you don't like his type of movies, most people don't. I'm one of the only. They're very French. Uh, well, I'm one of the only people that he's kind of a scumbag too in real yeah. life. But his I, movies are so weird I don't know him, so. that I'll watch his movies. Like, uh, what's the one? Uh, Melancholia was amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Nymphomaniac one and two were super good. That Antichrist, whew, 
that was, that was a hard one. To That's up there with Plague Dogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. That's up. North of Mandy. You get to see at one point. I'll, I'll yeah. mention one scene. You get to see uh, William Defoe. Uh, get a railroad spike driven through his penis. Oh my god! <laughs> and he's still fine afterwards. And she drills something into his leg, like a, a weight, so that he can't get away from her. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a fucked up movie. The movie begins with a toddler falling out the win- a window of a. Uh, you know, you're hitting good places when that happens. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's a difficult one to you watch. Know, and Dancer in the Dark's up there, and I, Dancer in the Dark's probably the most watchable. Yeah, of them, which just says there's a lot. nothing. It's more of a someone getting screwed over yeah. than really anything. I watched a movie that William Defoe was in the other day, and I won't say the name of it because he dies in the movie. Movie and I'm not going to give that away. But while he was dying in the movie, I kind of realized like nobody dies like William Defoe. <laughs> like he does a great job yeah. every time he dies. You know, you hate to see it happen too. And he dies in so many fucking roles. Life like, Aquatic was my <laughs> favorite role. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, like platoon. Yeah, I mean, shit, was that the movie I wasn't supposed no, to? Play? No, no, I, I, you know, it's a different one. But like, you, you got to assume character actors aren't. Don't get the benefit of a leading actor where the leading actor doesn't die. <laughs> is there- the ratio of leading actors dying to carry actor actors? Yeah. Like, that oh, ratio yeah. is yeah, off. for man. sure. Well, let's go back to Stamari. So you began that sentence with, if I had Fargo. seen... Uh, oh, Fargo. Fargo. Okay. Uh, how about you? What? Uh, here's the list. What's Peter Stamari? Um, it would either be Fargo or Armageddon. See, and I go in, and I go a third way. I go Minority yeah. Report, yep. man, because that Minority be Report, he one. was so good. At oh, that. he was like the surgeon. He was the surgeon report, who wasn't. recognized Tom Cruise as the person oh, to put him in jail. Yeah, you don't oh. remember and me, do you? <laughs> you take these off one hour, okay? Uh, or forty five minutes, okay? One hour, okay? Half hour, not okay? Fuck. <laughs> I, I, I forgot he was in eight millimeter. Oh man, he yeah, had the string. Oh, oh man, fuck that. That's movie, a dark dude. movie too, man. I, you know, it, we haven't talked about eight millimeter yet because I remember. I think I even remember you asking you if I should watch it, and I think you which were movie eight millimeter really? Well, some people and you would no, and you would just like I I heard I had said I heard it was shocking, and you're like eh. yeah, no, it wasn't the subject matter itself the subject can matter turn would... people off yeah, um, but he is fucking... I don't know what it is, but it's probably in the happiness realm yeah oh, you oh no never, you still never seen it no oh it's good yeah, it's... you should definitely see it rainbows unicorns Peter no, it's about <laughs> Peter Stamari. No, it's about <laughs> snuff films and uh, yeah snuff films and like Nicolas Cage going down those dark alleyways to find out where they're being made and everything but yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix is amazing in it too mm-hmm. in, in that but it's dark the ending is really cool too oh machine yeah. machine yeah oh god Ugh. it was dark uh, but this is another guy who's just you recognize immediately in Fargo he was the crazy kind of albino uh, guy who would just said 10 words and that's really kind of when his he, presence was really I have him here good, on though. as the first thing on the list too in 96 so that must have been right when he came on the radar and immediately he started uh, doing crazy stuff now I don't know him was he was he a foreign Remember, film? A- yeah, I, I actor think so. But that I, made the trans migration. I think so. To- I think so. Uh, Constantine is another one, man. Do you remember he played Satan? I love Constantine. Yeah. He played yeah. Satan wasn't bad at all. Yeah, I, I know it it's not. It wasn't your favorite as good as I hoped it was going to be. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you look at it as its own entity, it's not bad yeah, because I, I love Tilda in it too. I was just about to say oh, was, as uh, probably as Gabriel of, or whatever. Oh, yeah, she was, she was so good. fucking great. That might have been one of the first things I saw her in too, and I was like, oh, she was killer in that movie. Yeah, but Stamari, like you think Armageddon? Oh my god! As the oh, see that's the line I was the thinking cosmonaut. of. That that half hour okay, half hour not okay. Yeah, I'm confusing that with the Armageddon scene. Yeah, yeah where yeah. he's talking about the steam it gets going to this up. Level you okay? You're okay, no, not so okay. Yeah, where he's explaining it to Ben Affleck like. Super quick. Yeah. Do this and then don't <laughs> yeah. do that. He was crazy in that movie, man. Yeah. I loved him. He was that movie. We, were, we were talking. At least we were talking about movies. Did you, you kill him too? 
Uh, no, he's alive. Oh, uh, he's still doing a lot of stuff. He's done 183 <laughs> movies and he's still kicking. Damn. But you want to talk character actor movies? We, Armageddon's probably the biggest oh, yeah, character actor movie. Dude. Well, so that, many like Independence people. Day probably too. Like, right. Big, yeah. Those big summer blockbusters. Those big ones. They like throw that. a shit ton of. Saving Private Ryan is a one I always go to. Should mm. mention too, there's a couple other movies Stamari got famous for on here is uh, Lebowski. Oh, he was one of the nihilists. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. I was wondering. Nice marmot. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you're not a golfer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lost World. He was in Lost yep. World, so he must have been part of that group. He was. Yeah. I can't think of him in any other part. Another movie on here that a lot of people haven't seen that I love, and that's why I put it on here, is Get the Gringo. Mm-hmm. This is Mel Gibson. This is Mel Gibson. That's this the one where he's in prison, right? In the Mexican prison? Yeah. Oh, so good, yeah. man. I don't remember Peter Stamari being in that. Yeah. I can't remember actually who he was. I thought he was. He the, was yeah, I think he's like the main bad guy. I he, think. Well, he may be. Yeah, I just. I, think he's I, the I only main saw guy. that like once, and it was probably four years ago. It was really good. I always looked at it as the. Uh, almost like the sequel to Payback. That's huh. because, I was, that's, because he I was narrates it. That's awesome. He almost narrates yeah. it in the same way. You're like, oh my God, this is like the character from the Payback if he just went further and this Which is, is what happened. kind of interesting. I kind of think it was directed by the same guy too. I'd have to I mean, to make that loose association would be appropriate because yeah. Payback was great. Yeah. And that it had, was very, if you like Payback, you'd like it. There's a lot of character actors yeah. in that movie. All right, this next one, also a veteran of Armageddon, is the great William Fichter. And William Fichter, a lot of people, he's done a lot of different things. A lot of uh, people remember him for different things. For me, my mind immediately goes to Go. Do you ever Go? I do, yeah. The funniest thing for me, Go, and every time I think of Go, I think of this scene is when William Fichter plays the cop who invites Jay Moore and Scott Wolf to his house right. to buy Amway. Yeah. And he doesn't tell him it's Amway, so he thinks he's like making a pass at him. Right, yeah. When he gets out of the uh, he gets out of the shower and he's he's getting dressed and he's putting on cologne and he sits next to uh, Jay Moore and he says, Would you say you're interested in trying new things? Yeah. And Jay Moore is like very silent. He's like, You smell that on me? Smell like CK1, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and then you realize at the dinner table, they're like, wait, are you trying to sell us Amway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny, That's man. Great. How about you? What do you think of when you think William? He's got a very interesting look to him, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the two, two jump out, three kind of. Um, I, he was great and he. Loved he was the guy they were trying to sell the bonds, yeah. bear bonds, oh, yeah. back to. He got it bad, and, too. Oh, he got it mm-hmm. bad. De Niro broke into his place yeah, and man. shot him in the chest, man. <laughs> it was really good, it seemed man. like a good deal. They should have just bought that stuff back. Right, yeah. How about you, Justin? What do you think? Um, definitely goes to The Dark Knight. Oh, that scene, the opening scene, opening scene mm-hmm. so powerful. You have any idea who you're stealing from? Uh, that was you know, one of like, the best, most like, oh, goosebump lines in yeah, that movie, dude. too. When he came in. You're all dead. Yeah. You're all dead. Like, it's so uh, crazy that he just came in for that one tiny role and yeah, killed it. Yeah. That's what a good character actor does. Yeah. I loved him in Strange Days. He was the cop along with Vincent D'Onofrio. Remember him and Victor uh, and D'Onofrio pulled over that oh, black yeah, rapper yeah. And, and then the, shot him in the and back. The, and, the, but and then the guy was and then the girl, the, the the prostitute, was wearing the netting on her head. Oh, that's And then right. had to run. And remember, uh, D'Onofrio and Victor had to like literally chase her to the subway. And uh, then at the end, remember when they're attacking Ray Fiennes and Angela Bassett in yeah. the limousine, and they like set it on fire and everything goes all the way down to the end. D'Onofrio was great. Where. Remember, she, uh, D- yeah, D'Onofrio's like dragging that body around him in Times Square at the end, uh, getting ready to try to kill a guy. Man, him and D'Onofrio were a killer in that movie, too. I'm I'm the only spokesperson for this movie. Um, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, I liked him in Black Hawk Down, but I don't want to talk oh, about Oh, I know that. what you're talking I about. I want to talk about Perfect Storm. Yeah, who, who was he in Perfect Storm? Do you know? He was one of the... He was 
one of the guys that was supposed to go on the boat okay. decided not to go. He's just going to go to Florida and fish instead. Remember when yeah. they first came back in and they gotcha. were having drinks and and uh, Clooney's character's like, we're going back out. Like He's like, we just got back. Yeah. He was the guy that replaced him. Oh, interesting. To go on the boat. And remember, he was fighting with John C. At the bar? No, no. on the boat. Oh, remember, okay. Was a fight yeah, yeah. between two characters. I have was, to rewatch it, man. It was I him did. and John C. just kept getting each other's face. Oh, I remember John C. went over. Yeah. And he's the one that... Jumped in the water oh, when he got and saved him from the hook. When he got hooked, yeah. Through his that hand. was John C. Oh. Riley? Yeah. Oh, man, I totally forgot about that. I'm going to have to rewatch that. I mean, it's got, I was, it's got I a lot of good Mark character. It. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't remember. I liked I liked uh, Perfect Storm. It was a good movie. I got your back. Plus, <laughs> I, listen, I, I grew up going to the Cape as a kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this was north of the Cape. It was on the in Gloucester. Yeah. I think it was Gloucester. Um, my wife and I went on vacation, and I picked a bunch of spots. I went to Provincetown, went to Mystic. Um, but we wanted yeah, to go. Fleet, all those. Areas, yeah, but yeah. we picked Gloucester yeah. for the fishermen, and the first thing you see in the harbor is this giant statue. This is where the dumbasses died. It has a plaque. <laughs> oh. it, it, it lists. It lists from like eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Every year, and some years they lost. 10 people you're like god this whole community it's lost 10 hard people to feel bad year. for those guys who went out there and they my problem with the movie and it's I mean, they're just the, trying to feed their family yeah, i mean my problem always with the movie is how stupid they they acted in the movie like especially mark Wahlberg's. what are we gonna do boss yeah. what are we gonna do <laughs> i mean it's like you can't watch it you can't do it well if you're a greenhorn you're a greenhorn you don't know what the fuck's going on yeah. you look to your captain for yeah. advice you know maybe it was just mark i think Wahlberg's he's just, i think he's just knocking Wahlberg back. <laughs> I, I love Wahlberg. Too. I because can name, uh, I can name five movies I love. Gr- right the girl they played made Marion. Yeah, the, played um, the other. Yeah, what's her name? Uh, Mary Elizabeth Moss. Yeah, Antonio. she was great. Clooney was, was really good in this. Mm-hmm. Movie. Yeah, he, he also played kind of a simpleton, but yeah, I mean, played we are well, talking about people from our home state hey, of Massachusetts. That, that's why I'm against. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they're not representing them well. All right, oh, another. See, I was going to say they represented him perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Son, bitch. Uh, so there's two movies on here that we had mentioned for him, Victor. Two. One of them I can't. I've seen it once, and I don't even remember much about it. Was Contact. So I'm not. I can't yeah. speak to who he played in Contact. That's the Jodie Foster yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, and Virtuosity, I loved, but for the life of me, I can't picture who he plays in Virtuosity. The only two I remember is Denzel and mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. I think uh, he was the other astronaut in Contact. Or really? Astronaut? Wait, no. I'm wrong. He does like to play astronauts. Yeah. I mean, playing Armageddon. That Blackhawk. And Blackhawk Down. Yeah, we should mention great. he's really he's really phenomenal in Blackhawk Down. Really good. He was one of the Rangers. He was one of the Rangers. He's the, the lead Delta. Ranger. No, he was no, the lead. He was Ranger. the lead Ranger. Yeah. yeah. Man, so good. All right, this next movie, and this guy I think is second for the most mo- movies on this list, just behind. Uh, James Hong. Dead or Alive? Uh, alive. Yes. He's done 308 movies. Victor did 88. Just if you're keeping tally here. Keith David has done 308. That's our next actor here. Wow. That's a lot, the great man. Keith David, who I always confuse with David Keith. From uh, Firestarter? From Firestarter. Yeah. <laughs> one's black, one's white. Yeah. That's how I keep my, my uh, mind, because David Keith is white. My brother's David. He's white. So that's I how do I that. do it. I'm like, I'm white. Well, there you go. And so David Keith's white. Uh, because Keith David, we've been watching super early on, and he's still going I just know man. who Keith David is. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Do you not know who David Keith is, though? No, I don't. Oh, okay, so that's why. It's <laughs> really easy. Yeah. When you only know one guy. I've thrown that in your, uh, your head. You're like, wait, is that that David Keith guy? That's funny. You know David Keith, though. He's the oh, yeah. father from Firestarter. And U571, he was great in, yep. too. Uh, he's done a lot of good movies. Uh, he may be on one of these character actors, too. He may be dead. But right now, we're talking about the great Keith David. Uh, one thing, thing I ever saw. One thing off the bat... The, 
Well, you don't probably have to see the list to know the one that you. The one like. movie I know. Maybe the same with you. Pro- yeah, probably. Who is it? Never what is it? Mess with another man. Yeah, Brian. yeah. Men at work. Men at work. Yeah. He killed that movie, man. Yeah. He's so good in that movie. Uh, <laughs> what I mean, a great movie. That was one of the, uh, one of the uh, funnest scripts. Yeah, directed by Emilio, I think. Yeah, I think Emilio directed so it. I, think I want to watch right. it right yeah. now. And yeah, no, it's I own it. I love it, man. He golf club. So many great movies. You don't see those two in a movie together other uh, than Loaded Weapon, I think, right? Yeah, that was briefly. Just because... Passed uh, him on Chal- the street. Yeah, Charlie Chaplin was the getting val- arrested. He was the valet. Well, they oh, were, he was the, was the valet. Right. Well, they were in Young Guns. Yeah, they were Young That's Guns. That's right, they were in Young Guns. Wait, no. Uh, young Guns 1, not 2. Yeah, because Charlie he was died. Yeah, 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 first right. No spoiler. Uh, <laughs> God first dang thing, it. One of the first oh, things. Of character actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, young guys. Yeah, <laughs> All those guys became leading actors, That's though. true. That's the difference. That's true. I, I tried to keep people off here that made a good living at being a lead actor. You know, Christian Slater's maybe started as a character actor, but he, obviously he's a leading actor guy now. Yeah. Uh, but the first thing I saw Keith David in, loved immediately, and this was one of the first things he did, was 1982's The Thing as Childs. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was oh, wow. so good. Yep. I mean, one of the only survivors. I forgot yeah, about possibly. him being in that. Yeah, yeah, he's really good in that movie, man. And uh, then quickly after that, he just started making a run, man. Uh, probably where my mind goes first when I think Keith David is always going to be They Live. Uh, oh, yeah. Man, if you haven't seen They Live, you still haven't seen They Live? Uh, I don't think I well, have. Well, that needs to be up there. We need to make a list of movies and you movies can come Justin over and watch some at yeah. the house, too. Dude, that, movie, and, uh, that list is so long you can, right now. Can't yeah, you, write they, off, you can write off your expenses. It took for me this, five days to watch Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a comedy, it would be different. Yeah. If there's a comedy out there that takes you five days to watch and you yeah, love, yeah. I want to see that comedy. <laughs> you probably don't want to see that comedy. Yeah. I don't want to see that comedy. It wasn't worth it. It wasn't. But, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, with They Live, man, it was. it's literally just kind of the Roddy Piper. and. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember the yeah, movie, but and, I haven't seen it and yet. And Keith David's uh, so great. And oh, one, one of the I best forgot, fight sequences I've ever seen in my life oh, is in They Live. And they've mocked it, obviously, <laughs> yeah. in, uh, in South Park, too. But really Triple great play. fight sequence with Keith David and... Uh, <laughs> Just if anyone doesn't know what they live, he's it's the one, one where they put these sunglasses on and they can see the aliens. Great. Uh, what was the other one? That you he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, shit. Platoon. Platoon. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, that's right. It was the gun that was empty in yep. the shit stall yep. with Charlie Sheen he's where like, he's laughing at You can't at write for shit. It don't matter. She can't read no better anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, you volunteered for this yeah. shit? Yeah. <laughs> remember yeah. Oh, when they're cleaning when out the tra- porta potties? Yeah, the porta potties and everything. I remember he said, all you got to do is make it through this and get home, and it's all gravy. Yeah. They call him King in that movie or something? I think it was like King or Goliath or something like that. He had a cool name like that. Did, he, um, he, he bought it? No, he yeah. made it out. Did he make it out? Yeah, he made it out. Oh, oh he yeah. got injured before the Oh, that's end. right. He was the one with the thumbs up yeah. as he was leaving. Because he, he was, he was leaving, leaving and he was telling Charlie Sheen. Like, the reason I specifically remember is... <laughs> He's like, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> that last 10 um, minutes of the movie bef- yeah. was... Just glad he left. <laughs> so for a while, um, it's, you know, it's gravy was like a slang term that was used a lot, you know, and I always thought it was funny because people thought that this was like a new thing, mm-hmm. you know, but it was in Platoon made way back when. I don't when, remember. And, Does that mean I'm not cool anymore? No, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was mostly done by like, you know, Juvenile and the Cash Money Millionaires and stuff like that. So it wasn't quite your scene. I mean, you know Doesn't mean you're not cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first one called? The Money Millionaire? <laughs> Cash you had money me millionaires. millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan now. He had me at money. Uh, <laughs> I loved him in Off Limits, which is a yep. rare war movie that people think of. He's the one that had the drippy dick. <laughs> Remember, they, uh, it was a great whodunit. Like, uh, William Defoe and Gregory Hines are like detectives in Saigon that are investigating yeah. this murder, and they know that. Uh, 
it was done by like an American uh, kind of a military uh, guy. And so they had to track it down and they knew that he had the clap. <laughs> so they uh, rounded up a lot of people. They knew the guy who, uh, who uh, was doing the killing had the clap. And uh, they called all the guys in. It was a great scene where uh, uh, William Defoe is sitting everyone down in like this like airplane hangar, and none of them are realizing why they're there. And uh, David Keith's one of them. And uh, oh, what's his name? Gregory Hines says, "You're all here because you all have recently had a case of drippy dick." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Keith David killed it in the scene, man. It was really funny. Uh, but. The three movies on the end of this li- on the end of this list I have uh, from ninety five two thousand two and two thousand, fabulous movies by him. One, The Quick and the Dead. Oh, great! He movie. was the gunslinger that they hired to come in. Another character who, who came in and wasn't as great as they, yeah. uh, he thought he was going to be. Huh. Uh, Requiem for a Dream, super hard scene Ooh, to watch. I don't remember with, him. He was the one that. that had the gangbang that Jennifer Connelly. Okay, uh, he showed yeah, up at his house. I always stayed away from. Oh that movie. God, man, this was that was probably the most difficult role to watch uh, Keith David do. Uh, but then same year, one of the best was uh, Pitch, Pitch Black. Mm-hmm. He was the uh, yeah. kind of the holy man yeah. who just wanted to uh, get through, and he made it. Until, no, he, did he make it? To he, the made it. he made yeah. it. He made it because on the second one or the third one, um, oh, he shows back up. He shows back up. Oh crap! I should yeah. I shouldn't have stopped at number two. Yeah. I didn't he, uh, back so up. it must be number. Th- oh, have you only seen? I've one? seen uh, the Riddick was the second one. Okay, uh, so, so I don't know. yeah, it must be the third. There's yeah, a third? I didn't. I must been if he showed up because I don't think I saw him in it's, the second one. It's uh, the one with the character actress that we were talking about earlier, um, who also has fuck. I can't think of the guy's name, and he's a character I actor. Think, oh, Carl Urban. Yes. Um, see see how great I am. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's Riddick. I didn't realize he that's was in Riddick. That. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, uh, he goes to see him, and that's what he's huh. doing there when the uh, I only when saw the people it come to invade. I saw it in the theater, and I had never haven't seen it since. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. I was a huge Pitch Black fan, and it yeah. just didn't do it. Pitch Black was really good. I bet uh, he does. I bet he does a lot of voice. I really like his voice. He's yeah. Got well, such I, a that's great what I was voice. just gonna say. You led me into a good thing. Oh. I was. <clears throat> I, I was gonna say accident. one of my favorite things when I hear Keith David's voice. <clears throat> oh, sorry. I think a Spawn. Huh. He was the voice in the HBO show. Was he really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. So amazing, and I liked that spawn. That was amazing. Yeah, that was good. That spawn was super dark. It was like almost novelated. It was great. That's the version we're gonna see live action. Oh, I can't wait. That's gonna come out with Jamie Foxx. I don't want to see the other. It's a shame. John Leguizamo. I think uh, Jamie Foxx is a perfect. They're gonna have to have that clown in there. They just won't make it stupid because in the in the I'm series okay it was the, evil. The series it, it was, was awesome. And the, yeah, and he was still funny. I mean, he could he be funny. funny. They just made it look. They made it look like uh, the killer clowns from outer space, yeah. where they should have uh, not made it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were levels of it that were evil, but his voice. It's a shame. Not that I think. I think. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx will be absolutely perfect for it. I think that's probably the most perfect casting I've heard in a long time. I thought Jamie uh, Foxx did a good job in that Spider-Man. Um, yeah, he was you know, good. I the movie he, just... Eh. It made me want to see him in another superhero yeah. movie. It was, you know, so I'm The I'm problem with that, it was this. too many villains. One too many. If it was yeah. just him, it would have been a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, it, it's hard to watch Spawn and not expect Keith David to do that voice because he did all that narration. It was so good, man. Richard Dicehart was also the other guy voice in that. He was the guy that lost his arms in the thing yeah, when he yeah. put the panels mm-hmm. in. Oh, yeah. He played his mentor that was kind of teaching him what to do in Spawn. 
But Keith David, man, yeah, 308. That's crazy. But that, that's nuts. A lot of that is his voiceover voice work stuff. Because, yeah. he, like you said, he has that voice that's just made like Clancy Brown. I, I mean, I always thought Clancy Brown was going to do some famous dark evil voices. Never thought it was going to be uh, Mr. Krabs. But yeah. <laughs> it surprises you how many of these guys hey, move I towards. I bet you he's uh, balling playing you know, Mr. Krabs. And you know what's? A, there's a new avenue that opened up for these guys too. Because I remember one of the first times that I went to France. Um, I saw Tom Cruise, or it wasn't a character, it was like Tom Cruise on a billboard. And oh, back wow. in the oh, 80s yeah. and 90s, they didn't do commercials, huh. they didn't do billboards, they didn't do mainstream advertising, but now I see character actors on commercials all the damn time. Yeah, Where well, the, money is. the farmer's guy, what the... Oh uh, yeah, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, I know yeah and he won an Oscar. He won an Oscar like uh, two years ago for Whiplash, yeah. and he does commercials. Yeah. He would never used to be able to do that. Like Rock Hudson would have never done commercials. Yeah, but he would in like Japan. Well, you got or, like uh, Jennifer Garner and Samuel Jackson doing for that credit card. Oh yeah, you know, and it's amazing what actors. I mean, if you look at. Is that Schillinger doing the State yeah, Farm man. commercials? <laughs> because it, yeah. I remember when Schillinger shit on Beecher's head. Talk about hard scene to watch. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, all right. This next actor, he's done a shitload, 263. This probably was the first character actor I was obsessed with. I watched... There's some movies I didn't put on here with you him because they're talk very... about this uh, after your uh, stocking charge? my stocking yeah. charge? <laughs> yeah, I was obsessed with No, I, I, I loved him, and I would seek him out at the video store if I saw that he was in this, and this is the fabulous Michael Ironside. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He was big in our Huge, 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 man. Uh, and my mind almost always goes Richter in Total Recall first. Yeah. Uh, really, really badass character, but I, you, it's the guy hard. with like his half of his face kind of messed up. Is that uh, who? No, no, is? no. That's uh, that's the guy from uh, from Breaking Bad. Uh, oh, he's the one that has. Uh, he's bald. He uh, he's always bald. Uh, I'll show you his picture. Yeah, I'll look uh, it up. I have that picture right here. The second one in. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I loved him in Scanners. Scanners was the first time we yeah. saw him and that as was Daniel Revick. 81. Yes. Yep, Daniel Revick, man. He was the guy that made the guy's head blow up yeah. on right. stage, yeah. man. And he was evil in that movie all the way to the end where you could see the veins go on top of his skin and his eyes turn white and he did that huge roar. Oh, man, it was such a great movie, but apparently it doesn't hold its uh, water with a lot of people I've recommended. They're like, what the <laughs> hell is that movie? Yeah. Like, That's the last time I'd recommend Cronenberg to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> you should have known, known better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, how about you? What do you, your mind go? Troopers, Starship man. Troopers, yeah, man. absolutely. Uh, those don't know. Michael Ironside made it a career of losing a limb. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a joke now in a lot of his movies. And Machinist, he lost his hand. Remember, he got stuck in the machine, and it's going straight that was through. A, that oh was wow! A, oh man, that was a difficult scene to watch, man. I only uh, saw that once, but it was you really don't need good. To see it really, more than once, yeah, man. really good. It was um, a, uh, I mean, a shock at the end, though. Uh, I just remember. I think it's better that not. I don't think it should be avoided. Uh, it shouldn't be avoided. Second vo- viewings because it's really um, good, man. It's dark. I, it but. really disturbed me, and the, and it shouldn't have. But it really disturbed me the level that Christian Bale took his body. Oh yeah, like he won't do it again. It, it affects me on a level beyond the movie. Yeah. Like I'm like, like I'm in his head. Like how the hell could he F1 yeah. do this? From think of him from American Psycho. I don't think yeah. they. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or Batman. Or Batman. Batman. Yeah, he was fucking huge. Uh, and to see him get down well then in Dick he did it the pounds. opposite way with Dick he got huge it's not good man it's not good for your body no. people were concerned about him during the uh, the machinist because he went too far I think he even went further than the director thought he was going to go I'm not surprised but if you've seen the movie it, it makes complete sense why he did that and uh, 
what he had to go through that journey. But uh, Michael Ironside was so great in that. So he lost his arm. Uh, he lost his arm in the Machinist when he went into the machine. Yeah. He lost his ar- both his arms in uh, Total Recall. Oh, that's so you're right. The party, Richter. Yeah. <laughs> he throws his arms back down at him. Uh, I loved him in that. He played like Sharon Stone's lover in that movie, and he just yeah. was slick with that black uh, outfit and the black uh, yeah. kind of jean or uh, leather jacket where he was chasing him around. Lost an it. arm in uh, Starship uh, Troopers, and he didn't lost he? the arm in Starship Troopers, yeah. man. Really, really great. My favorite thing he ever did, and this is kind of where I was like, oh man, this guy is next level, is a movie no one can remember. You might remember because I watched it when we were younger. It's on that list there is Watchers. Do you remember what Watchers is? If you tell me what it is, I'm going to remember And it. you might even have caught it if you watch cable or it's something. Familiar. But it's almost impossible, virtually impossible to find it on It's DVD. not The Watchers in the Woods, right? No. And there's another movie called The Watchers, which is Keanu Reeves, no. where he was a strangler. No. Uh, and that's not it. Anytime I search up wa- Watchers. No, no, there isn't a Keanu movie. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> every couple months, I will literally, every couple months, I'll try to search the movie out on eBay to see if there's a copy I can get because I loved it so much and I had it on it's a tough one video. Yeah. What's, what's it about? And uh, so it stars Corey Haim. Uh, okay. We all I've know Corey it. Haim with the Golden Retriever. Yep. So Corey Haim is living just his life with his parents and everything uh, like that. And what happens is a dog comes, shows up at uh, uh, outside his door. It's beautiful Golden Retriever and Corey Haim takes him in and it's just Corey Haim playing the Corey Haim we've always seen him as. Sure. And he, he's realizing this dog is smart. I mean, this dog like, is crazy smart. Yeah. Like, get, I, he's like, Corey Haim says, I haven't seen it in forever because I can't find a copy, but I'll, so I'll remember it as best I can. He's saying stuff like, man, I, I need to go get a Coke and the dog will go in the other room and open the door <laughs> and, and, or even crazier stuff than that. Like he'll go and open doors and he's doing this stuff and they were like someone and they found this tattoo on the back of his head uh-huh. and they were like, this dog is from someplace. Right. And all of a sudden you see Michael, <laughs> dog. you see Michael Ironside, <laughs> Michael Ironside, uh, is like crazy obsessed with finding the dog. You can tell huh. somebody has hired Michael Ironside and he's got this uh, partner, this black guy who's really good, a great character actor too, who's in the movie. And at some point, you realize obviously the dog has escaped from some like high-tech facility and he's trained for something more than he is. But he can also create a link between somebody that he, he connects with. So he's created this link with, uh, this is a Dean Koontz novel actually. Interesting. Uh, who's like a big oh. horror writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a great book too. And uh, I remember at the end, at the end it was like the Michael Ironside show. There's a scene where Michael Ironside uh, shoots his partner in the head. Just the partner says, We're going too far. We we let's just go back. And he says, I'm not going back. Boom. Oh, kills fuck. him. And that's Michael case, Ironside. That's a case of you and me right there. Yeah. <laughs> going back. Michael Ironside shows me. up at this cabin at the end where uh the dog and I think Corey Haim and his yeah. mom are hiding. Mm-hmm. Corey Haim sneaks outside and stabs one of the great scenes in this movie, stabs Michael Ironside in the throat with a hunting knife. Oh, Big fuck. Like, eight inch, ten inch hunting knife. And yeah. you see slow motion Michael Ironside pull it out of his throat oh. and just attack Corey Hammer. I was like, this Holy guy is fuck. nuts. <laughs> and it's one of my favorite Michael Ironside roles Some- on there. And the cool thing is, somebody has a dog that can open doors and get. Yeah, I know, Fritz, right? Yeah, the dog really did it. <laughs> Michael Ironside shows up in your house. Watch out! What yeah, else right. is on there for Michael Ironside? Uh, let's see here. Oh, he, Top, Top Gun. Gun. Yeah, he played yeah. like an asshole. In Top yeah, he Gun. was the uh, the like the opposing kind of. He well, he was the he was the one that flew with them when yeah. they were training at the. Yeah, yeah. He was he was, uh, he was Viper, I think. Um, you know, like he would constantly be trying to go. He was their target while they were at Top Gun School, you know, but he oh, would always yeah. end up taking them out. <laughs> Before I 
kick you in your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I? Major pain. Oh, he was playing the was asshole, uh, the next Karate Kid. He played. I the, don't remember that one. Yeah, that's the one with Hillary Swank. I don't remember. Uh, he, I saw I, it. Yeah, I don't remember. He was the asshole that was teaching like the militant group oh, kind of okay. thing. Uh, so it was perfect for him. Who was he in Major Pain? Uh, Major Pain. He was the. Uh, he was also in, like an uh, one of the asshole kind of military guys that wanted him out of the uh, kind of uh, uh-huh. academy and stuff. I think they showed him at the when they were doing those games at the end. Killing is my business, <laughs> and business is. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> hey, hey, little Brussels sprouts. Yeah. I kick you in your <laughs> butt. You want yes, something? Sir, to, <laughs> you want something to make you forget about that pain? Yeah. <laughs> he he breaks movie. the guy's finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that monster's still in there, he ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. So yeah, <laughs> we'll get to Damon Wayans some other day. Uh, also uh, on this list that we should uh, mention is uh, Highlander 2 The Quickening horrible uh, movie the only good thing about it was Michael Ironside uh-huh. man he just was running crazy around that movie man he was awesome in it uh, still doing movies I hardcore I feel like there was a time travel movie he was in Highlander 2 time travel he's been in a bunch of movies yeah, yeah. how so, many has he been in uh, 263 fuck yeah, man. So I'm probably right then there's definitely uh, yeah some <laughs> Some movies that we left off. Yeah. Well, this next one might be one of the forty-nine. Yeah. Well, the next one might be one of the lowest. It is the next one's the lowest amount of movies, but he's now he's on TV and he's just killing it. And I know it's one of Justin's. A oh, guy yes. that Justin likes a lot is the great Andre Brewer. Yeah, I love Andre Brewer. Andre Brewer can get to a level of emotion in mm-hmm. his things and and delivery that a lot of actors can't get. And this pro- is the guy from The Mist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, so good in The Mist. I loved him in Frequency, and we just recently talked about Frequency. Yeah. But he he had some the best deliveries in the uh, in the world. And my favorite thing that he did in Frequency where he's talking to Dennis Quaid's wife. And he's trying to get her to understand what Dennis Quaid is telling him, and uh, and what Dennis Quaid is telling him is that he's talking to his son uh, in the future on the radio. Right. And it's the way he tells him, and he's uh, he's telling his wife he's he's like, no, he's talking to Johnny in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not getting it, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where my mind goes. Your mind probably goes to the TV show. Yeah, mine goes straight to Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I've. I don't think I've ever seen an I've episode. Seen it. uh-huh. uh, it's funny. Yeah, I, 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 I can really tell like that I would it. like it. I just yeah. getting into another show. I don't have time another show. But I could tell that eventually I will get into it because I love him. And you said he plays like very deadpan. Oh my god, like he does. Deadpan. There is not an inflection or an emotion on his face through the whole thing. <laughs> and there's parts where you know he'll be like, "Oh yeah, can't you tell? I'm extremely excited." You know, and just has like no emotion on his face, and you know, but he's great. Yeah, um, but my mind goes to um, Glory when I think of him. The little glasses, because yeah. he he was like, I he guess was, he was with he was Matthew Thomas. Broderick. He, he was, but he was like he, he worked, worked for Matthew in the print, Broderick in that printing company with yeah. Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. And when he said he was signing up, he was coming with him. But Matthew Broderick was an officer, and he wasn't. Yeah, and he wanted to still relate with him right. on that level. Yeah, but he was like Andre you can't Brewer do did that not. Around. Realized what he was getting himself into. Yeah, he was yeah. thrown in with a lot of other black guys that were not like him, right? Yeah. weren't as privileged as he like, was, or like taken care of like, a like Denzel, like Denzel, Washington's yeah. who immediately man. just was his oh, opposition because he was the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, it's the difference between having grown up in the South as yeah. a black person. But I mean, by the time they were running on the beach, yeah, they had but his in respect. The, yeah, but, but in the end, when he picked up that fucking flag, oh yeah, man, just screaming at the top of his lungs, man. Oh, did he? He one of the ones that made it. No, he was one of the ones. <laughs> no, he yeah, no, he, 
He he's the one who picked up the flag and kept oh, running. Oh, it fell up. and he yeah. kept running with it. Yeah, what yeah. a slaughter! Oh God! My mind also goes to uh, Prime Sumter, right? Uh, what Primal was Fear? what was his role in that? I don't remember. He that. was the opposing. No, I'm not thinking Primal Fear. Uh, Striking Distance. Okay, Striking oh. Distance yeah, yeah. is the one that he thinks. Remember, uh, what's her name from Sex and the City? Sarah uh, Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Remember yeah. her? She was Internal Affairs. She didn't realize until right, halfway yeah. through it. And so, spoiler it, alert: the whole idea was she was going to go testify against uh, Bruce Willis. Right. And uh, Andre Brewer was the prosecutor who was. Uh, Talking, interviewing her on stand and everything. Remember, she turned yeah. on him on stand. Yeah, yeah. she was and sleeping with what's the, uh, she was sleeping Bruce with Willis, Willis, so she wouldn't and, turn on him. So through the whole thing, Andre Brewer thought he was going to. Uh, <laughs> it's like uh, having your star witness flip on the middle. of the, Yeah, he yeah. got pissed. Remember, he got really yeah. angry and uh, he just was went silent. No more questions. But in Primal Fear, he played the person that was doing went and found the evidence, like the investigator mm-hmm. who went and found. Remember, he he's the one who delivered that tape. Of yeah. the priest having sex with the boys. Oh yeah, he left it outside the uh, the door and everything. Right. And uh, remember, they put him on the stand, and he kept going allegedly. Huh. <laughs> or, and he said, funny. "No, not allegedly. You actually did it." <laughs> <laughs> what else was on uh, his list there? Uh, City of Angels. City of Angels. I never saw just oh. because I heard it was depressing as shit. It was good. Yeah. It, it was. It I was mean, Nick Cage and Meg Ryan. Yeah, and she died or something, or it was so dealing with she angels, was, right? She was a doctor, and uh, Nicolas Cage was an angel, and she was like, you know, she she worked in the emergency room, like you know, trying to save people and stuff like that, and uh, Nicolas Cage was in the room when. Because, you know, all the hospitals are, like, full of angels, you know what I mean? And Nicolas Cage was in the room with her, and, like, at one moment they, like, lock eyes, and she she can't actually see him, but she feels like one. she you can. missed something. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. But. So what he does is... This was a movie? Yeah. It, would, it, was, <laughs> it was a popular. really good It was a yeah. really Who was Andre movie. Brewer in it? So the only way for them to be together, he shows himself to her, which is, like, not supposed to happen, you know? Mm. So the only way that he can actually be with her is if he, like, jumps, you know, falls from heaven, basically, which means you go up to the highest point and you just jump off. And you, yeah. <laughs> That's, and, they should put up a fence or something. Yeah, you know. See, time and, jump. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so he becomes real. Um, so then Andre Brower, Brewer, Brewer, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say yeah, it. It might name. be Brower. Um, You've been saying Brewer for years. I, I, I don't know. Um, you know, he's he, not listening. Yeah, right. Um, he was. going to Nic- tweet him now. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, he was Nicolas Cage's friend. Nice. And so, like, on the surface or in the heaven? In heaven. And so, so he like, was an angel too. Right. So Nicolas Cage knows that, like, he's around sometimes and stuff. And so, like, you know, it. it he plays a really cool role, and it's, nice. you know, it's a, it's a sweet, sad, romantic movie. Don't waste your time. You know, <laughs> That's like, not your thing. Yeah. It, was there anything else? Missed, Andre Brewer? I mean, oh, we, yeah, we mentioned. We it, mentioned but it, but we didn't we talk, talk about, about it. Yeah, his he, role. He he was the perfect. Who was the other guy? Thomas uh, J. Tom Thomas Jane. Jane and uh, th- they were perfect. He was just. He could not be moved. You know, with yeah. his thought process with Andre Brewer, he was he like was so jaded. Like, well, he just, he really thought Thomas Jane had an ulterior motive. Uh, for everything he did yeah. because they had that animosity as neighbors together. So when they showed up at that thing and he was making out this wild story and he said, there's nothing in the mist. There's, there's nothing out there. He says, why are you lying? And you got these people to believe you and everything. And mm-hmm. you could tell there was no convincing <laughs> that guy. He wasn't yeah. lying. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't lying. <laughs> Turns out he was wrong. <laughs> but he was great. And that was a great example of him coming in. He was only in it for the first, I would have loved to have seen him in the whole movie, yeah. but he, he killed it for that first 15 minutes. 
Was that the last one on his yeah. uh, stuff? Uh, Tuskegee Airmen. Tuskegee Airmen, I have, I have seen I once. Remember. That was the Lawrence Fishburne one yeah. where it basically no, I, told I the, story the story of the but... Tuskegee Airmen, uh, which is, uh, do you know roughly what the story was? They it were was in Alabama. It was Black uh, Squadron. Yeah, during um, World War II. Two. Yep. All Black uh, Squadron because they didn't want to f- integrate. Yeah. So they were like, well... We'll just form our own squad. Yeah, so they they were and they did groundbreaking. I wish I knew too. more about them. I honestly, I the I, movie. It sounds like it's probably be really good. Yeah. I had Lawrence Fishburne in it. It had a lot of great black character actors in that squadron. So definitely, I think the last one of them died like either last year. Yeah. Or oh really? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess I do remember that. They remember went on to that. do a lot of political stuff afterwards, with mm-hmm. trying to raise awareness for huh. racial tensions. This next guy, he just made a killing. Every movie he did, he could not do wrong at some point. Uh, and now he's still doing stuff. He's done 248 movies. I know he's moved to TV a lot, and uh, I haven't seen him forever. I spotted him on a TV show, didn't recognize him, watched him for like 20 minutes before I realized it was him. Hmm. And this was uh, the great Lance Henriksen. Oh, yeah, dude. Lance Henriksen was certainly our childhood. Uh, the first thing... He was in Harley. <clears throat> Is that Harley? Is that where your mind goes? Is, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. From there? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of want to go Bishop uh, yeah, immediately. Definitely. But uh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead was a huge <laughs> one for me. Uh, what else we got on there? I'll say, dude, the horror show. Me and I, Dave watched it yesterday. Oh, you lucky bastards. It's all right. We'll let you borrow oh, it. <laughs> it was a great movie, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. That wasn't more... Uh, there's another actor in the character in there yeah. on this thing. We'll talk more about that with him. Yeah. Uh, but I loved him as Bishop. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the first thing my mind goes to, um, you know, just because that's the original thing that Mm -hmm. I saw. If it's the most recent thing, it's because I just recently watched Pumpkinhead and, you know, like, such a great movie. Man, my... I always go when when I think of... uh, (laughs) You know what I always go first? What's that? Chop Poker. Oh, yeah, the the Tales from the Crypt episode (laughs) where him and Kevin Ty go back and forth cutting each other's fingers off. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. We were talking about that yesterday. Well, another thing I... When I immediately think Lance Henriksen for a brief moment, he's got so many stuff, so my mind doesn't always go there. It does when I think of uh, this other guy I'm going to compare him to. But I think of the situation that happened with, uh, what's the guy from Mask? Uh, Eric Stoltz. Remember when Eric Stoltz was part of Back to the Future, he actually was on the set filming for two weeks. You could watch clips of him playing Marty, and then he got cut out of it. It it makes me think of Lance Henriksen every once in a while because he wasn't actually in this role and they actually had film footage of him like Eric Stoltz, but it was similar where James Cameron told him he was going to be t- the Terminator. Yeah. He actually did concept drawings that you can pull up on, you can Google Lance Henriksen Terminator concept drawings. And James Cameron did some great drawings of Lance Henriksen as the Terminator. And then he kind of got the shaft because <sighs> Arnold came on board and they were like, we're going to keep you in the movie, but you're going to be the detective in the movie. And granted, probably, probably better as Arnold, but yeah. I could see it as him being, uh, he wasn't, because you Terminator's think of him in like big the, though. I, I always yeah, but he could be scrappy. I mean, you think of could. him in Near Dark uh, as that head vampire in oh, the right. desert yeah. that we uh, yeah. recently watched. That's another great Henriksen one that comes to mind when I uh, think of him. He just always plays that badass man. And uh, what's another Quick one? Quick in the uh, Dead. Quick in the when Dead. He plays that fucking aces. Oh, he played yeah. aces, man. Yeah. Who was just like. <laughs> and he lied about shooting somebody. Yeah, and, Gene uh, Hackman calls him out. Yeah. And, uh, right before he kills him. Yeah. Oh, cuts his, uh, shoots his finger off first. That's right. Shoots oh. his trigger finger off. This is not like you that you said you can shoot left-handed, but unlike you, I can. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man, it was vicious. I think Johnny Handsome, too, is probably one of the worst. I think 
on our revenge pod, I think that was one of my movies, was Johnny Handsome. Sounds Because he screwed, him and Ellen Barkin uh, screwed over Mickey Rourke so bad at the beginning of that movie mm. that you just couldn't wait for him. And he was just that scumbag man <laughs> he was in that movie. He plays a lot of scumbags. He plays a lot of scumbags. Yeah. But he also plays dads and he plays uh, he detectives and like every character actor. I think that's their majority of the grab bag of roles. You know, mm-hmm. it's dads, it's detectives, it's cops, right. it's firefighters, yeah. it's friends, you know. Like uh, I think of Noah Emmerich from uh, from The Truman Show, a great character actor who just came in as his friend right. uh, in that movie and really good. Uh, anything? What else is on there? Do we miss Jennifer him? Eight? Jennifer Eight. Loved him in Jennifer Eight, man. Yeah, there was a scene in the horror seen. show that I really reminded me of Jennifer Eight, where he's at the bottom of the stairs, staring up at that figure, thinking it's Andy Garcia screaming, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He played his best friend. That was another role for him that you could have easily put him in that Andy Garcia role, uh, and he would have done really, really well. But coming in as that kind of veteran cop that uh, has seen and done everything. Hmm. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say I hadn't seen this one. Oh, Jennifer yeah. 8's great movie. Was that the it with the what we got listed there for Lance? Uh, that's it. All right. What we got next? Who's the next on this list? Harry Dean. Oh, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. Now see this one. I know the name. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can't picture the super face. old school. He's probably the the most old school actor on this yeah. list because two hundred and four movies. I mean, wow. he was in like Cool Hand Luke, and there's a couple movies I even yeah. left off on this movie that he was uh, been in. Probably, what would you? Where does your mind go, Dave, when you think uh, Harry Dean? First? Um, it's funny. I the Escape from New York character, yeah, the, the brain, the brain. I always just, think of him as the brain. He's it's just so either awesome. that or Alien. You know, are the two big ones and the dad from Green uh, Pink. Red Dawn. Oh, Red Dawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Avenge me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you remember an alien. He was the one that was looking for the cat, and he oh, found the cat. Yeah, yeah. He was okay. the one that hung out with Yafat Koda right, the whole yeah. time. I was just having trouble placing his face. Yeah, yeah he's got okay. that kind of uh, weathered, kind of blue-collared worker face. He was great in Christine as the detective that showed up halfway through the movie that knew something was wrong with the car and everything. Uh, <clears throat> I loved him in uh, Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink was probably the the biggest range we got to see him in did you remember pretty in pink um uh with uh, obviously a big 80s movie john ringwald. hughes molly ringwald she played yeah. her dad remember his mom left uh molly ringwald's mom left her and uh her father so he's raising uh molly ringwald yeah. uh all by himself and he's this sweet guy but you can tell that he is completely obsessed and thinks that the wife's coming back so he's hanging on and hanging on yeah. and not dating people. And his daughter's trying to get him to go out there and do things. He's like, no, your, your mom's coming back. Mm-hmm. They have this great emotional scene at the end where she breaks down. She's gone. He ain't come, she ain't coming back. Right. And they end up hugging. He cries and everything. But this, you see it in every aspect of his character. It's such a well-written character. There's a great scene earlier on in the movie where he's talking to uh, Ducky. Who's played by the great? Uh, what's the guy from Two and a Half Men and Hot Shots? Oh, uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. No, uh, the other guy. Uh, <laughs> the other guy from Hot Shots. Who's oh, not the half? Yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, can't. God, think of he's name. playing Luther now. He's playing Lex Luther in the new. Uh, uh, oh Supergirl, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, damn, I can't remember his name. He was in Hiding Out. John, John Cryer. Yeah. John Cryer. There you go. Yeah. yeah. John Cryer comes to Harry Dean Stanton, and is uh, obsessed with. Molly Ringwald in the uh, movie, and he's sitting down having like a beer, a guy to guy talk with him, and everything. He says, "Young, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry her." And uh, 
and he's like, you know, you should probably mention that to her that you like (laughs) (laughs) and everything. And he's trying to like establish these words of wisdom with him and everything. But no matter who Harry Dean Stanton talks to, he has to mention the fact that, you know, I I, I fell in love once and uh, she left me. She'll be back. She'll be back one day. You Mm. can tell it's just, it's so heartbreaking of a character for him that he's (laughs) hanging on to this, that it's not going to happen. Red Dawn was probably the kind of most like, Strong character that you've but seen him play. He's only on yeah. screen for a very minutes, little time. Three minutes, With maybe. That speech that he gave That's his it. kids, and he's like, he, he I, knew I, he was never going to see him yeah. again, yeah. and he had to give he's them like, I raised parting. you hard, yeah. you know, but now yeah. you'll know why. Right. And then that one last right. scream, Avenge me. Oh, yeah. I teared up in that movie a lot when yeah. I first saw it's, it. First time. It's a, it was the first PG 13 movie I ever saw, really? and it was, uh, it was difficult. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ, he played. Damn, that I don't can't remember. remember what he played an apostle. I can't remember what it was. And we haven't talked Last Temptation of Christ. A lot better of a movie than people think. You should people uh, are yeah just check up see who he played in that. That they could do that. That someone would do that story. Yeah, and I think and they added some they, shit in. They it. added. They had a Jesus. They had him sex, sex with Mary, Mary Magdalene. And uh, uh, but it was a good movie. It was really good. Uh, it was Paul. He played Paul. Paul. All right, uh, <laughs> Paul DeSalle. You know. He, uh, Harvey Keitel in that movie, man, he was so good in the movie too. People forget that was a Martin. That, that was a Martin movie, Scorsese movie, really? and it was really well done. Uh, besides the whole biblical that, aspect, the great thing is when it got banned, it just made people want to see yeah. it. Like it's the publicity for their movie. What's What's great about Harry Dean Stanton, and we'll see this with a lot of these other actors now that they're getting older. With Harry Dean, who's who's lost, uh, he's not with us anymore. He. Uh, I think he died a couple of years ago, maybe in 2017. You said only five and, people. Yeah, this was seems like you, you no. That was eight. this is number four, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more disappointment for you, so we, we get ready. Damn it. <laughs> but with somebody that's so much of an older actor like Harry Dean Stanton, you get to see that character when he's younger. He's playing dads, he's playing detectives, and everything. When they're older, you know, they're playing grandfathers and they're playing this stuff. Remember him in Alpha Dog. As he that elder great. guy great. who was like the head of like yeah. the shady mob yeah. with uh, Bruce Will, he was Bruce Willis' Bruce Willis dad, dad. So the grandfather, grandfather of Emil Hirsch, and he was really great in it. Also, Green Mile, you know, yep. when he's uh, walking the mile, yeah. walking the mile, you know, he's uh, does that whole routine where they have to test run the uh, the Green Mile walk and everything, and then eventually have to do it for him. <clears throat> uh, Seven Psychopaths, another yeah, one. I don't, I don't remember him in he, this. He, he played plays some the weird, the shady. Yeah, he played That's some weird, shady character that just came on at some point. I've only seen Seven Psychopaths once. I loved it. Yeah, but I can't speak to uh, how great he was in it. I'm sure he was because he. The just, movie was so much better than the title suggested. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. like I didn't get the title. I, I mean. It's a comedy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, <laughs> it's a very. I told you. I got comedy. to. I got to see this one in that dinner theater yeah. in Phoenix. Oh really? And you got himself a shot glass. Yeah, right? but yeah. I, don't, I don't have it anymore. Uh, we, we don't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, Triggered. <but> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll get the next death out of the uh, out of the way uh, right here. So this is our last actor who's not with us anymore. And a fabulous actor. He's done 172 movies. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton did 204. And this is the great Brian James, who we, we mentioned horror show earlier, man. Brian James is always an imposing, he's like a very imposing like 6'2 actor who always plays a villain. Mr. Potato Head. Uh, yeah. Mr. Potato Head? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? 
That's um, that's what uh, in Tango and Cash. That's what oh, uh, is that Kurt who Russell. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what he called. The, yeah, him. they called him Ponytail and Mr. Potato Head. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> I, is that where your mind goes? To it Tango d- and it Cash? just did. Oh, yeah. yes. How about you, Dave? Where you go when you think uh, um, Ryan James? I just like that scene in Blade Runner when he's getting interviewed, uh, and they're like, when he's you com- see a tortoise on his back. What's a tortoise? Yeah, well, you know what a super was? young there, That's man. He was super young yeah. in that movie. That was the first thing I. He's I, very unusual looking. That great. He played, he played Iceman too, yep. right? In uh, yeah, in the uh, Forty Eight Hours. For, another another Forty Eight Hours because oh, that yeah. was an interesting one. Well, before that, we're going back to Blade Runner. That great scene where he got super close to Harrison Ford. Yeah. He, he had already punched him. He, yeah, was, yeah. he thought he was going to pass out. Yeah. And he's like, "Wake up, time to die!" Yeah. Uh, and then he gets his Sound head like blown a pod, out. Pod, that's like a name of a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, forty-eight hours. And that was like a slow kind of uh, burn. Not that they. I kind of go with the idea that they didn't have the idea that they were going to make him the villain in number two. But we had yeah. already seen him as like. Uh, one of Another Nick Nolte's, works in a the, detective in the Nick Nolte's kind of squad room there, uh, playing Kihei, Kehoe, yeah. I think Kehoe. Uh, but then another 40 hours, they made him end up being the bad guy, man. He was great. I love the scene where he, because remember in that movie, uh, Eddie Murphy saw who the Iceman won. He was, who he was. He was the only right. one who could identify him. But through the whole movie, Nick, uh, or, uh, Nick, Nick Nolte thought that it was Kevin Ty, the guy from that chop poker and the mm-hmm. guy from Roadhouse yeah, that yeah. hired uh, Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse. He thought Roadhouse. he was him because remember when they busted into that scene at the end where he was on trial mm-hmm. and he's like, that's him, isn't it? And he's like, no, that's not the guy, Jack. He's like, no, no, that's got to be the Iceman. He's like, hey, you don't forget who you steal half a million dollars from. That's yeah. not the guy. <laughs> and then at the very end when Brian James walked in, you could Eddie Murphy says, that's him. That's mm. the Iceman. Mm-hmm. Oh, so great scene, man. <laughs> but he's he was super friends. He was in the army in real life. He was in the army with Tim Thomerson, who's a guy from Trancers, the guy from Volunteers, Mike. the knife. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the knife, knife name was Mike. Mike. He was uh, the dad from Near Dark. Uh, yeah. So they were good buddies. So they had done random movies together. I think Brian James did like five movies with Walter Hill because he was also in Red Heat as one of the cops. Yep. He was really good in that. Uh, one movie I don't have him on this list for his, uh, or do I? Do I have Armed and Dangerous on this list? You do. <laughs> oh wow, is he? In he that? played one of the guys that was recruiting him. Remember uh, Is that Peter oh, Boyle? Yeah. No, it was uh, it was Brian James, and it was uh, the guy from Breaking Bad, Jonathan. Uh, Which one from Breaking Bad? The the Mike from Mike. Breaking okay. Bad. He was the other guy. They were like these rent a thugs. Yeah. That kind of kept all oh, the, the guards in line. Yeah. And everything. And remember, he, he snapped at them when they were all filling out the applications and everything. We, uh, he's like, just sign it, motherfucker. <laughs> and he was the one that planted all the evidence on him. He, he just always played a scumbag and did now, a great job at it. What was the movie that we were talking about earlier that you just watched? Ooh, the horror oh, show. Man, man, I had totally forgotten about that movie. He was like, he even sent me the yeah. picture, and he's like, dude, look what I got. And I'm like, yeah. I knew he knew it. But yeah, yeah, that laugh, dude. Oh, man. Oh. It, they should have done three or four of these. I don't know oh, why yeah. they didn't. Absolutely. Do it, man. That, was, that was a great movie about... Like, you got Lance Henriksen uh, and Brian James. Brian James plays a serial killer who uh, gets... It reminds me very much of Shocker. Very Shocker. Yeah. Very yeah. Shocker. And also, uh, in a way, the first power, kind yeah, of like that. Yeah, uh, Where he was electrocuted at the beginning of the movie, and he's like, his last breath. That electrocution, great scene, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, his face split wide open, great special effects. Later on in the movie, I kind of compared him to Dave. The special effects were very Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5. Remember when the turkey yeah, turned the tur- his head? <laughs> they're oh, at, yeah. They're at dinner, and for some reason, uh, Jinx, Max Jinx, keeps showing his his face uh to lance hendrickson and we're 
he's a random person on the street or he's his wife in bed with him. Uh, you see Max's face, but at one point they're having dinner and the turkey's head turns around and starts talking in this real squeaky voice to him. Yeah. And oh then, my uh, gosh, I forgot Blanche about that. stabs it with a fork. He's just, I just hate turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he just kind of keeps showing up as a like cleaver or a butcher knife yeah. wielding. I remember that cleaver, yeah. <laughs> they cut a small child's head off. And then tossed it at somebody else. Did they really? The movie, then the, like the first the, ten minutes. The first ten minutes, and then the kid's like head, severed head, is talking to Lance Hendrickson, and then there's like blood pouring out. It's oh like, my god! Yeah, like, like, that wow. just happened. All right. <laughs> yeah. When this came out, this was big. When this came out, but a lot of people, the the effects in the the blood in it aren't as extreme as they were as it seemed they were back yeah. in the day when you watched this but back in the day when you watched this this was pretty b horror movie and a lot of people hadn't seen it but it so was this huge. came out in 89 yeah. and i know i saw this like around that time oh yeah that means i was 8 oh yeah <laughs> this is a horrific movie for an 8 year old for surprised sure. by that is that it, it's surprising you, to me like, but you know that it happened already a thousand yeah. times yeah that's true it, brian james was perfect in this movie man I, he he will always go down in horror history for a lot of people as this character boy? Oh, man, I loved him in Cabin Boy. He had one of my favorite lines in Cabin Boy where he played one of the surly kind of pirates. Well, not pirates, but like seamen that he stowed on their boat with. Right. He had that great line where uh, they're looking at the horizon and uh, the purple lightning starts going crazy. He's like, ah, purple lightning. Yeah, that's always a good sign. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll say that when there's a storm around. My girl will have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. Oh, Eric knows shit. because uh, my cousin Eric Cabin Boy is one of our favorites. Because it... He was, if you look at that surly group on that ship, they were perfectly cast. You had Brian James, you had that raspy voice guy from uh, Major League, who was the coach oh, yeah. of yeah. all of them. Yeah. You had Brian Doyle Murray was one of them. Uh, remember, uh, Riggy Lake played the, uh, what do they call that, at the front of the boat? The, uh, um, the lady on the yeah. front of the boat. Yeah. Uh, remember the name of the boat was the Filthy Whore. So it had <laughs> that great line at the end where the giant tried to grab it. He says he's got his filthy hands. It's on. The, uh, he's got his grubby hands on the Filthy Whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin Boy. Fifth Element. Fifth Element, man. Oh, yeah, he was, he was I'm gonna take some that. pictures for the archive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was one of the the guys that kind of. Uh, I almost said thawed out, but I guess reconfigured uh, the Mila Jovovich character when they just had her hand mm-hmm. and they kind of built around her. He also put him in the freezer, remember? Yeah. <laughs> when he, he showed, showed up, up to yeah. his apartment. He showed up at Bruce yeah. Willis's. <laughs> that was great. But, and that was a decent role for him, too. What else? Do we have anything else on that's there for him? Oh, that's all for Brian James? About. Ah, he's so good. And there's you a mentioned lot. Red Heat, but you didn't really talk about it. Yeah, he played just one of the cops in there yeah. uh, that was kind of uh, antagonist to uh, James Belushi in that movie. That that was the best thing he did, man. He just would come in as that antagonist who would just scream and yell at him and everything. Striking Distance. I didn't have him on Striking Distance on this? He did. Okay. But you already mentioned No, it. I think we mentioned that for Andre Brewer. I don't think oh, we mentioned okay. him for this. He was also the guy who was just screaming and yelling yelling at uh, Bruce Willis through the whole movie and calling him a scumbag and a piece of shit. Oh, that's yeah. right. He yeah. turned on his partner and that's everything. That's right, so, yeah. Yeah, Brian James, definitely one of those faces that you can completely recognize the second you see him. Yeah. How many movies? Fubar. 172. Yeah, Fubar. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Fubar. That yeah. 172. 172, yeah. Wow. How about who's our next guy? Charles S. Dutton. All oh, right. I always know him. 111. As, I always know him as Rock, yeah. and a yeah. lot of people don't know that show. Uh, it's that amazing was a great how many show. Yeah, dude. it's yeah. a. It was a random show on Fox when Fox first started out, and it was R O C, was the name of it, and it was just he was a uh, uh, 
garbage man. He was yeah. a garbage man. And it, it was, was just good, his family. It was, it was a, a really comedy. good show. Yeah. Um, but from movies, we, we know Charles S. Dutton from a lot, man. What did your mind go to? I mean, it isn't my favorite on this list, but uh, Rudy. That's what I was going to say. He's like, he's yeah, awesome, five man. foot nothing. Yeah. A hundred yeah. and nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was great, man. He, yeah. When you think inspirational, kind of. If we yeah. do it like. You know, Crider and Rudy. I've seen too many games on that field, yeah. you know. Like, if we do Crider inspirational movies sometimes. Yeah, you're, you're heartless. Or inspirational heartless. characters. I bet your dad will be on cry. that list. I bet <laughs> he <laughs> fucking doesn't. <laughs> uh, Sorry. What's everybody so fucking excited about? <laughs> He's not going to get to play. Who gives a fuck? One fucking play. He's done. It's his whole career. Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, we apologize if you're listening. But we know you're not. But we know you're not. <laughs> uh, I, I tend to go to uh, Alien 3. He yep. was kind of the leader of the yeah, criminals in yeah. that group, and he kind of brought them all together. He had a great look. He had those great glasses on in that movie. Yeah. But I also like. Loved, loved him in uh, Surviving the Game. That was the one that... That's my game. favorite. He was oh, just yeah. a vicious scumbag. He's the one that got his legs blown off, right? Legs blown right off, yeah. man. We're gonna... It's a good Ice-T movie. Yeah. Uh, good absolutely. everything. If you ever need one... You got F. Murray Abraham. Rutger Hauer was amazing in that movie. Yeah. Gary Busey. This movie filled Ugh, with great character actors. Fucking Gary Busey. Man. We got to throw him on a pod sometime. It's probably the most vicious I've seen Charles. Meatball sup. Uh, it's yeah. Uh, he's probably like one guilty. of the. Uh, <laughs> okay. he, oh, he's definitely gonna be on a character actor podcast. Yeah, Gary Busey for sure. But uh, the surviving game is probably the one most vicious one. I mean, they taunted Ice T. Remember, we're coming to get you, Mason. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And he, he's like. I love when you've watched that movie once and you rewatch it again. That scene at the dinner table yep. is, is insane when yep. you know what they're going to do. Yeah. You know, they're, I they're, mean, they are taunting him and they're uh, alluding to shit that you have no idea if you don't know what's going to happen yeah. is, is about to happen. No, there are still times where I'll be like eating a steak and yeah. all of a sudden I'll think about like, I forget which one of them is doing it, but like cutting the piece of meat and oh, talking yeah. about appreciating everything. Like, like yeah. It's an F my Abraham. Yeah, I think he's... Yeah. My favorite that scene from that, is fucking creepy. Well, the Gary Busey talking about the bulldog, fighting the bulldog. Oh, yeah. He says, when I was younger and my dad uh, wanted to teach me about being a man, he put me in a ring. He says, that's your bulldog prince or something like yeah. that. He's like, you, either you or him are going to come out of there. Ugh. He says, but you're going to be a man. And he made him kill his dog. He, I love that dog. But the yeah. way he told it yeah. and the way he like slapped your dad him together you kill and your stuff. favorite pet. Kill your dad. No, kill I won't say dad. that. You can't say that for, <laughs> yeah. for legal reasons. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. What what else is on there for Charles um, S? He's Q&A. Oh, Q&A, man. Nolte, right? Yeah. Well, he, I never he saw was, that one. Uh, he was kind of the skeptical kind yep. of cop in that movie that was constantly... Uh, accusing Nick Nolte of wrongdoing. <laughs> a little do we know he was completely right. Uh, I also love him in Distinguished Gentleman. He yeah, played who the is he, in there? he played the senator who was also the preacher uh, or the pastor. Oh, yeah. That was the father of the love interest for Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Remember they went out uh, eating lobster one night and drank too many beers and got in that car accident. And then Eddie Murphy ran and called Lane Smith on the phone and said, right. "We just got in an accident. Um, we're with uh, that woman that's friends with Eddie Murphy that used to be kind of like." like a call girl and uh they immediately like set him up to like he was the head of the morality kind of uh pact and uh they leaked the story brought him to that walter reed hospital and kind of screwed him over man big time yeah uh but he was amazing that i don't remember him in menace to society how well do you remember menace to society two uh what was it (laughs) two 
Meta Society Menace 2. Two Society. <laughs> no, I don't think there was a second one. <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, you know, honestly, it's been a long time. Guys, want cheeseburger? That That's the only yeah, scene I remember, yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, which I had a reminder of in Mandy. <laughs> oh, really? At the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's, there's a very similar scene right there. <laughs> Uh, also, he was. Uh, Only he, you could find that those two movies. Similar. It actually made me think of Menace to Society. <laughs> <laughs> so you also got Nick of Time, the great movie with uh, Christopher Walken and Johnny Depp. Remember oh, they yeah, kidnapped his wife, right. and they, or uh, he has got, to assassinate like, got, the yeah, they, governor. They're, tr- or something they're trying like to get that. him to says he's got like ninety minutes to do it or something like yeah. that. I can't remember who Charles S. Dutton plays into it. I can't. Uh, I have to rewatch it. I own it. I haven't seen it in a long time. He was in a Time to Kill. Um, oh yeah, he was the sheriff. Oh, is that who he yeah, played? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was such a great. I also movie. loved him in uh, Mimic, a really early uh, Guillermo del Toro movie. I saw that. Uh, really great movie with the monster is coming. Uh, I think it's at like a museum. Is it the museum? Yeah, I've only seen it a couple times. It had the girl from, uh, God, the girl from the replacement, uh, the replacements, uh, the Romy and Michelle. Uh, Paul Servino's um, daughter, uh, Morris, uh, Morris. Minos, Mia, Mia. no, Mira, yeah, it's closer. Mira Servino. I'm just remembering the movie. I, I want to say that's right. She's great. Uh, <laughs> she was the main girl in Mimic, and he played one of the guys that was kind of on her crew. A lot of character actors in that one. So uh-huh. I want to say Ch- uh, John Lacazama was in that too. I have to look up the cast. He's for that, great. I can't. He was really good. Him. So I'm not sure what Charles S. Dutton is doing, but hell, man, he's knocked 111 movies out. He's, he's great though. Making I, residuals from. Television, that's what he's doing. Ah. Oh, yeah. I, well, they don't play rock anymore. Yeah, they don't so play they have rock. to play it. Before, don't they play they everything everywhere? No, Isn't there I, one not, place out not there that rock. plays everything? Not rock. I mean, there's a lot of those maybe, early shows. Maybe like late Sunday no, BET, you might be able to find these rock. Crazy, maybe. There's maybe. all these crazy networks. Because they play like 227. Yeah, know? they do play 227, yeah. but I don't think they play rock. Rock was a Fox show, too, so I don't. it would be one of their properties. There's a documentary channel coming out. Really? Just do just documentaries? Just documentaries. Yeah, I don't know why that's not already out. Yeah, you know? I but remember I, um, he murdered somebody. Who like, did? I, Charles S. Dutton. In real life? Or he was accused life. of it? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure like... He, <laughs> or no, is it manslaughter type I, of thing? I, that's, I'm not sure what it yeah, was, better, but I remember... No, I, I want to look it up. You better scope, uh, snoop this shit or yeah. something. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got his phone to his lawyer right now. Yeah. I will not move on to number 15. So it says... When he was 17, he got into a fight which resulted in the death Uh-oh. of a man. Yeah. So self-defense. Yeah, self-defense. Convicted of manslaughter, spent yeah. seven years in prison. Wow, seven years yep. in prison. That that's is why, information I that's did That's why know. that's important. Yeah, yeah, I'm not trying to call the guy a murderer, but nope. like... And, <laughs> it happened. Well, I, but I was going to... Yeah, but I was going to say like one thing that's I really... Great alien 3. I wouldn't even yeah. call... I wouldn't call that murder. No, no, self-defense, No, man, self-defense. You know, yeah. um, but like... That's one thing about his character mm-hmm. in everything he plays. Man, he is a strong character. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Somebody who I could believe in real life has gone through some yeah. shit. And knowing that is like, okay, wow, that's even... Yeah, you know, there's a lot I mean, of actors like that. Was, you were ter- What's that? Alien 3, you were sort of terrified. Yeah. Of oh, yeah. I mean, remember when he grabbed Sigourney Weaver? He's like, I'm a... You don't want to know me, lady. I'm yeah, a yeah, yeah. rapist and a murderer. Yeah. Yeah, of women and... Yeah. 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 Mm. But Great he must actor. have drawn some into that, into some of his other roles too. I'm, I'd imagine Menace to Society, you know, yeah. kind of that. I wish life. I remembered that. Better. Yeah, I'll have to have rewatch Menace. To that Society. was one of those ones it, that, like, yeah, I liked it, but it was like it was. M- I was more, more of a Boys in the Hood. It was fan. more depressing yeah. and and honestly probably more realistic than Boys in the yeah, Hood. Yeah, and yeah. it was just it was like kids, like. Yeah. You know, like I, I've seen kids a couple of times a long time ago yeah. because it's like, yo, I get the point. I yep. don't need to. I don't need to watch that again. Yeah. You know, like it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's 
final one here, and this is a guy that I've always grown up loving. Uh, his movies are right up my alley. Uh, my cousins, uh, the same way, were huge fans of this guy. And this is Tom Atkins. He's done 81 movies. He's still doing movies, I think. Hmm. And he has a very distinctive look. If you look him up, let me show you his face here, there, Justin. Tom Atkins. Okay, I've seen him in a couple of things. He's done a lot of military movies. Yeah, that's what what I think of. But his first thing he did was The Fog, Uh, Zombie Leopard Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) I I got him right there. Oh, you got him right there, man. Uh, So Tom Atkins uh, is famous for a lot of John Carpenter movies, certainly horror movies. Uh, the Fog is the one of the first ones he comes comes to mind, but the one I loved him from and I immediately always think of him from, if not Escape from New York, I guess I do. But he, he kind of played a minor character that. Halloween 3, yeah. Season of the Witch, man. Mm-hmm. He was awesome in that yeah. Season of the he Witch. So, Jason. Yeah, I think that's what I remember mm-hmm. him in. Again, one of those movies that yeah. I just... Most you know. people have put it out of the mind on. Oh. I just call it season I of the. Week. I just I liked it. I loved the I just like to hear Paul sing the song. Five more days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he played the. He played the cop. He played yeah. the cop that's searching for this uh, yeah. kind of uh, sadistic, killer. sadistic business kind of uh, the the main guy from uh, RoboCop was the bad guy in that who was creating these kind of masks that had these <laughs> chips in it yeah. that would, <laughs> at the right time, children. it would eat children's faces <laughs> yeah. from bugs from like the inside out. Oh. It was disgusting. This movie bothered me when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It bothered yeah. me. The, the trailer uh, was just the pumpkin on... Yeah. Was it, it was, that music. The, movie, the, was, the music and they the were flashing at the pumpkin. Yeah, it, it was like, disturbing. Yeah. It had that Mandy element at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> but there was a scene that really bugged me when, when Tom Atkins and the girl that he hooks up with the uh, girl that her father went missing and they end up teaming up together because they knew they were kind of looking for the same thing Mm -hmm. they end up staying at this uh uh they end up staying at this small little hotel next to this woman who's like a journalist who is also trying to uh to figure out what the hell is up with these masks and this company and it's silver shamrock uh is the name of the uh the company that's creating all these microchips and everything there's a scene where she's in her uh Tom Atkins is like next door having sex with the the woman that he's with, and, and the room next door is the journalist sitting on the bed by herself, and she starts screwing with the microchip. Mm-hmm. Uh, she ends up getting it off the back of the uh, the mask and starts playing with it, and a laser comes up and cuts her face in half. The fuck, and, and like. It had the weirdest, craziest mask where her hands go up and she's like shaking yeah. and they're zooming around her face and it's like this crazy application and it disturbed me for years I can imagine. Man. Really good. Was he, but, was he in Piranha? Uh, I, was he in Piranha? I don't know. You'll have to look him up. I would think I would have put him on here if he was in Piranha. Uh, well, a lot of people remember him when I try to get people to remember who Tom Atkins is. I, I bring up Lethal Weapon. I was going to say. Because he was Murtaugh's like, army buddy that hires him. His daughter is the one that jumped out of the building at the end, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, hires him. He was part of the uh, the shadow operation that is bringing the, the heroin into the country. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. In he's there. in that scene where he's drinking the milk carton and the, uh, the sniper gets him through the milk carton as he's drinking. Yeah. It and shoots him in the yeah, chest okay. as Riggs and Murtaugh are, uh, are in the uh, right. room talking to him. Well, Murtaugh's that. in it. Uh, Riggs is outside shooting at the helicopter. Uh, <clears throat> tons of good movies. I loved him in uh, Escape from New York. He played the guy that was kind of... He was like the the underling of Lee Van Cleef who worked at the uh, kind of the facility that was set up there at the Statue of Liberty. <clears throat> what else we got, Tom Atkins there? Striking distance. <clears throat> 
Striking Distance, he played uh, the dad. He played the dad of... You didn't see him until they went to that party, that outdoor party. Yeah. And so I think he played... Did he play Bruce Willis's uncle? Maybe he played Bruce Willis's uncle. He was, uh, and he was later in his career, and he killed it, man. Because he just has that really great look, where he's always had like silvery white hair mm-hmm. and that kind of manicured mustache and everything. Right. That he looks like he should be playing some major military guys. I'm not sure he did much. Before I let Justin talk Mania Cop here, I'm going to talk some... Uh, well, we should mention Creepshow. Remember, he played the dad at the beginning that took the, the comic from his son. You ain't reading that trash oh, in my house. Oh, wow, okay. And remember, he ended up screwing right. his dad over later on. Uh, but I loved Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps is one of those 80s movies that was... Even Eric... It, it might even be too cheesy for Eric. Whoa. It's not one of his favorites, but I love... <laughs> anytime the leading role is rusty from European Vacation. He plays the lead role in this movie. Oh, really? Very similar to Slither, where there's these slugs that have come from space and they will get in your mouth yeah. and they will like take you over and become a zombie. Right. He has he came into this movie and they allowed him to play over the top. It's the only movie that I know that Tom Atkins just played a wild man during. And at the end, you get to see him trying to kill these slugs. He ends up putting a piece of duct tape over his mouth. So he's walking around with shotguns because he knows he's not getting any slugs in his mouth. <laughs> so he just uses duct tape and he just walks around the last half of the movie. But he knows that the uh, is a great scene where he's at like a sorority, kind of guarding these women who who <laughs> are if you have to guard somebody, they're waiting. <laughs> the ones you want to guard, right? and it, it ends up becoming one of their taglines for the movie because uh, he's looking out the window and he's like he's got like a cigarette in his mouth and it's his cadence and the way he talks and everything. He's like, "Oh, girls, your dates have showed up. The good news is your dates have showed up. The bad news is they're already dead. <laughs> they're, they're all zombies coming towards the thing. So he's got to protect all these people." There's actually a great Blu-ray. Those who don't know, there's a uh, there's a company called Scream Factory that's re-releasing, that's buying up properties, these horror properties, like all these great B-level movies like The Horror Show or Fun House or Nightbreed. And these are all movies that Scream Factory has bought up and they're giving really great treatments of on Blu-rays and they're releasing. What a great job. Some you know, of them they're releasing <laughs> with slipcovers. You mean some the of movie's them, already oh, made? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But they're they're giving good commentaries, a good documentaries, yeah. they're giving them posters, and uh, the new copy of Night of the Creeps costs sixty nine dollars. It comes out shit. in May. The, these things hold some serious value. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I think uh, Night of the Living Dead or Night of Return of the Living Dead is like a forty dollar Blu ray. But the reason is that it comes with this like. 10 inch action figure of Tom Atkins with his trench coat and a shotgun. What? If it had the duct tape over his mouth, it would have been 10 times better for me. You can do do that after. I'll do that myself. (laughs) I shit you not. I will buy that and I will put that picture up with a little piece of duct tape over his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It was so good. But uh, Maniac Cop. And he clearly, I can't remember Laniac Cop. I can't. I also can't distinguish the, the. Bruce Campbell was in the first one. Right. I know that. And so. I would be hard-pressed to think that Tom Atkins was not a cop. And that he had to have been a cop. He wasn't the maniac cop. That first guy's maniac cop. Right, yeah, no. Because you can't distinguish, even without makeup, that guy has a very unique face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was in a prison movie. What prison movie? Was it Lockup? 
Uh, or Tango and Cash. I think it was Tango and Cash yeah, also. Tango and Cash is like yeah. the highlight of this yeah, one. Right? We mentioned it several times. Getting pinballed. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, from from just looking at the cast here, it's it's number two that I'm more familiar yeah, with. Yeah, number two was great. I think number two had Robert Davi. In yeah, it. and yeah. that's yeah. Um, but Bruce Campbell was great in this movie, man. Yeah, yeah that guy who played Mania Cop, he's just a unique looking dude. Man. Yeah, he looked like he had some some facial either. Uh, uh, palsy yeah no i don't know if it was botched surgery or he just had a unique face uh to begin with but he he went with it because yeah. they put some makeup on him man and all i remember from this is you know he would just pull people over and just blow them away oh man. yeah well I, yeah he would you it know. got a little bit more supernatural come two and three. Oh yeah the, the mean, first cause... one somewhat supernatural but it was uh yeah, I think I think if I remember right, he was like convicted of killing somebody, and he got sent to the electric chair. Is that what it was? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, and they buried him, and he came back. Yeah, I own know? the first one. I'll have to rewatch the. I think the second one was like you. I think the second one was the one that I really liked a lot. Yeah, um, but I, I'm guessing Tom Atkins was probably a detective. He would have, have of some kind, man. you know. Like I said, he's perfect. He looks like he should be playing somebody's stern dad or uh, a detective. And certainly, I think detective is most of his movies on here. The youngest, like I said, the youngest I seen him in was The Fog, and he was mm-hmm. great in that. I mean, he just came in that as. Uh, one of John Carpenter's guys, obviously reused again in Halloween 3 and in Escape from New York. I'm surprised he didn't use him in any of those uh, later movies because Tom Atkins is still alive, so he's still doing some serious stuff, I'm sure. But, yeah, I think that'll do it. That's 15. Hell yeah. 15 great character actors here, man. And I, and we mentioned earlier in the pod that we're going to pair these with some 15 great character actresses. And it was just as fun putting that list together. And you... Just as recognizable, man. You you know these almost more so than the uh, the actors because a lot of the uh, character actors went on to play a lot of the moms and mm-hmm. the grandmothers. Yeah, and, no, there's some fun and, ones. In it's that it's weird what the the character actors like <laughs> roles will be and what the character actors roles will be. Very similar in a way, you know. But a lot of the character actors from the time period they were in were always cops or yeah. in the like military. the one I mentioned yeah. last week. The the one in Clue. Which one? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The, uh, uh, Colleen uh, Camp. Colleen Camp. Yeah, and she'll definitely be in the, uh, that pod too. Uh, but we picked fifteen really fabulous character actresses, and uh, also I'll have to run that test with my cousin again because I, I bet he'll even do worse on it. But like everybody else, once you th- see their faces, it's right. just like, oh, that's that person. That's yeah. that person. Like one person I showed you the list earlier, and you knew her by her character's name. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I won't give it away because, uh, but it's somebody's mom. <laughs> <laughs> but once she did that role, that's all you have to tell people. Yeah. Like who is that person? Oh, that's so and so. Yeah. You know. It's like MacGyver, you know. Every time right. you you want someone to know who Richard Dean Anderson is, that's all you have to say is MacGyver. They know who he is. Yep. Yeah. So pretty cool, man. Uh, like I said, every uh, month or so we'll come back in and we'll do uh, a character actor and actress pod because even even with coming up with, I came up with seventy five names for five pods for each of them. I've already gone back and made like an alternate one where I've added another fifteen or twenty. Yeah. Men, so I would have made a bet in at like. When we started this, that he would we wouldn't have made it to seventy five. Oh, there's so many topics. Unique stuff as we've had. Oh yeah, we talk about movies every once in a while. We'll talk about a movie that we've talked about before, but no, it's it's all about keeping it fresh and changing things up. Like next week, like we mentioned before, we're gonna have a uh, 
wild card episode. The wild card is always fun because we don't know what the other person is picking, yeah. and it always gives the the picker the opportunity to pick movies that might not fit into a normal category that we're <laughs> yeah. going to see. Leper zombie pirate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that one. Because the pirate movie. I, I know by my list, just as my list, I'm like, I'm not even sure if unless it's a specific actor or character actor pod that we could bring him into. There's not many places where I'm going to fit these random kind of movies in there. Yeah. And I know Dave said he had mentioned the other day he's picking movies that he doesn't think either of us have even seen. So, oh, nice. So let's yeah. see if... Uh, that goes, I mean, because I've seen a lot, but there's a lot. I've I been seen. working really hard, and I've been rewarding myself by watching a new movie, I'm like picking, oh, a new cool. movie. picking a new movie that's that wasn't necessarily. I'm not talking about. That's always lo- a, the like, perfect life. Like would be watch a new movie every day. I want to watch a movie that that's out there mm-hmm. with a couple of good character actors, yeah. but not one that's like super big. Like I can yeah. wait for Black Panther. I yeah, yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to see something else. That oh, this guy, this movie looks decent. Yeah. yeah. And it's if you're if you're looking on Netflix, you can uh, you can go two ways on that. I mean, you can you can find some really great shit, or you're gonna find yeah. some. Like, but you know what? Garbage. You know what's great about Netflix? And I do this a lot. I'll abandon something after yeah. 20 minutes yeah. and fuck it. That's yeah. something I easily <laughs> yeah. will do. My girl can cannot leave. do it. Once they've hooked her, you, you oh, know, yeah, yeah. You're gonna I, enjoy it without me now. That movie could take be great for the first 10 minutes and then all of a sudden some the wrong person shows up or the wrong thing gets shown and I'm like Next. I'm not going to like this yeah. movie I'm going to because my time is worth a lot of money to yeah. me, and mm. I don't want to waste it and right for me I buy more movies than I can watch so there's a lot of movies that I already own really that, uh, that I, well I need to, what I need to do is make a list because I have a massive like master list of all like 1300 movies I own but there's probably a good 50 in there I haven't seen yet. Right. So I need to make that list and then just knock one yeah, of like those you off. Yeah, like you had pretty good two years yeah. before you watched it. Yeah. Like, How often have you ever said, oh, that movie looks good and you bought it and then it didn't... You're a pretty good judge of Rarely. Of you know, what? at the same time, I have movies at my house which I keep meaning to bring back to you that, you know, like, I haven't watched yet and mm. it's just like... I just haven't put them on, yeah. you know, like, so I can understand. Takes me five days to watch Mandy. What do you want me to do? <laughs> 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 All right. So next start, next week, yeah, next week will be an exciting one. I don't even know what I the pictures I put up is going to have to just be a big question mark. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know what we do for the first wild card when it came to photos and everything. I'm, I'm not, not in sure charge what of that did. department. So. Uh, I, I don't. Maybe think I'll put do. a picture of us just doing like the thinking phase yeah. <laughs> or past picks. This is what we've picked in the past. Yeah, what do you, you think? Go. Any guesses what we would pick on these? So, yeah, wild card bitches. Wild card. Yeah, maybe I'll just put that. It's wild card bitches. You get no fucking photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the photo up after. Woods. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it should be fun. And then, like I said, the week after that will be some character actress uh, stuff coming up. So hopefully you'll join in for that. If you want to get a hold of us, you can leave us a message or a like on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're also on Twitter at Dupree Podcast, Facebook at Fascinate with, or Fascinate with Films, and you can get a hold of us through email at uh, Fascinate with Films at Gmail dot com. All right. So yeah, seven days from now. You will see us again, or you will hear us again. <laughs> you got so, camera in there? Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All right, till then. See ya. Peace. Bye. Wake up. Time to die.